Welcome to the Open Your Toys cast, episode 94. Uh, This is the podcast that is dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. But tonight, we're just going to be focusing on one of those franchises. Um, But first up, about our team. in 2015, a crack podcasting unit was asked to revive a has-been show for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly accepted against their will and escaped to the toy community underground. Today, still wanted by the listeners, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a toy question, if no one else can help, and if you can hear them, maybe you can ask the Open Your Toys team. All right, I'm going to cut that. That was absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> I was going to say nothing. <laughs> I think maybe we can let everybody take a shot at it with each episode, and one of us may hit it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Maybe we'll – so we'll leave it in. All right, guys. Uh, so if you don't know me, I am Slick McFavorite, and joining us on this new episode of Open Your Toys cast – is the one and only Dave Draper, yeah. Vern Phillips, hey, hey. Roger, what's up, and Sway66. What's going on? And uh, like we said, we are, this is actually going to be a uh, Star Wars The Force Unwakens review episode. So we're just going to wait, wait, Force praise Unwakens? and. Uh, oh, I, I saw I the wrong I movie. Uh, <laughs> you saw the one with the frogs. The frogs. <laughs> <Eat> pizza. <laughs> and don't forget the nachos. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, I mean, you can listen to the Kick It With Us and what we're drinking, but as soon as we talk about what we're drinking, I would turn this off and then immediately chide yourself for uh, being a bad fan and not seeing this movie already. Uh, but to kick it with us, you can find us at OpenYourToys.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OpenYourToysCast. Uh, you can subscribe to our RSS feed via the website as well as subscribe to us through iTunes. We are also on Stitcher Smart Radio. And the way we want to hear from you, the way we love to hear from you is via our voicemail. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. We, we want to hear the, the, you, those amazing vocals you guys have. Give us a call at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. First up, my main man, Dave. If people want to uh, chat with you, talk with you, reach out to you, how would they find you? Um, probably the best way would be on Facebook, the uh, ToyWorldOrder.com fan group. Um, I'm, I'm usually – I follow that pretty actively. I'm trying to keep my my Facebook page more to people I know nowadays. So, understandable. Roger, what's the best way to to get a hold of you, sir? Uh, the best way to get a hold of me right now. I'm, again, I'm still trying to figure this 
whole thing out uh, is through the Open Your Open Your Toys podcast. So just anywhere. Well, we got to get you. We got to get everybody set up to where you guys get emails when we get the comments on there too. I have a cool call name. I can't just go under Roger. I mean, that's pretty weak. <laughs> well, especially because I don't know your last, or, or don't, not that I don't know it. You I don't know how it. to pronounce your last name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just need a cool toy name and then I can set up a Twitter account and go from there. So maybe those that should be some of our uh, first voicemails. Give Roger a cool toy name. <laughs> uh, Swage66, how do we find you, sir? Find me on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash robot, or I have a new account on christiansingles.com. Oh, shit. Have <laughs> screen name, suck my balls, Mr. Harrison 12. <laughs> Wow. I love that. I love that you had to be the twelfth one, right? <laughs> but you know. Oh, All right, Vern. How can people find you? You can find me on uh, Facebook.com/slash/vern.phillips and uh, just about any social media outlet at Vans Two Eight SK Eight. It's Vans Twenty Eight Gate. That's Twitter. Everything that that will find me under. Pinterest is that your Pinterest? I, I don't handle? do Pinterest, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it's, you won't find me there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Slick McFavorite or Facebook at Facebook.com/slash Open Your Toys. You can always uh, hit me up with an email as well at Slick at OpenYourToys.com. That's one thing we at least need to get you guys is OpenYourToys.com official email addresses. So, so you can get all six of those emails a year that you'll be receiving <laughs> as being valued hosts of this show. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we are doing What Are You Drinking Now, Mr. Dave Draper? I am uh, drinking Diet Cherry Coke, but after this weekend, it was a real close call. Like, yeah. <laughs> You you almost imbibed, huh? Uh, dude, I almost made a run tonight. It it was. <laughs> I don't like Christmas anyway, and just stuff has been happening left and right that has uh, has not been a jolly jolly weekend for me. So, but wow. I am still sticking with the diet cherry coke. Well, we're sorry to for hear now. that. Hope hopefully this will uh, put a smile on your face. You can you can. Depends on how uh, I felt about the movie. This might be an hour of, of rehashing disappointment and heartbreak. You don't know, so. <laughs> This is true. This is true. All right. Uh, uh, Roger, what are you drinking, sir? I'm drinking a Summer Bee Citrus Cider. 4.5% oh, nice. alcohol. Very delicious. Well, you need some more alcohol in there, but that, that does sound good. <laughs> It's a tall boy, okay? <laughs> Making out, see, you get, you have a thirty-three percent more booze than a twelve ounce at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Swage, so what about you, sir? This week, I am brought to you by the wonderful flavors of Coca-Cola and Bacardi One Fifty One. Ooh, Delicious. nice, 
Nice, nice. You, now you just need to squeeze a lime in there, and it could be a Cuba Libre. No, no, sorry. I left my vagina out in my car. <laughs> it's sitting with my can of citrus right now. And uh, <laughs> cider. Fruits go in desserts, my friend, not drinks. <laughs> just saying. And Bird, what are you drinking? I am sipping on some moonshine that I received as a gift for Christmas, and that's... I'm sipping it. I'm not taking shots. I'm not drinking a big thing of it. So hopefully, you know, I'll make it through this cab. <laughs> now, the, when my computer crashed about <laughs> half an hour ago when we tried to start the show, uh, I was going to ask, is this homemade moonshine or is this moonshine the brand? That no, this is homemade. This is not like from a from a liquor store or anything like that. Yeah, this was. Oh, yeah, a, oh. a friend of mine works at a, a restaurant as, as a bartender, and a lot of you know he knows a lot of people that come in and out every day, and he wound up getting some of it for you know a couple of his close friends. So he got picked me up some for Christmas, and uh, it's pretty good. It's apple flavored. It's not super strong, but it, it's it's definitely got a really good taste. Is that the I same bar where you got your movie from? <laughs> Different place. <laughs> You're completely same legit place. copy. <laughs> Ten bucks in a van. That's right. Ten bucks, some moonshine, and, and a great copy of Force Awakens. <laughs> oh, and what I what I forgot to ask, Roger, does your uh, does your drink have a fancy description on it that you might uh, be able to use? Let's, let's take a look here. Citrus flavored cider brewed and canned by some German guy. <laughs> Yeah. So it's Ikea brand. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I know. Where where are they from? France or something? Sweden. Shit. Sweden, I believe. Uh, close. (laughs) Whatever. Sweden? Yeah, that's about it. There's no real description on here. I'm sorry. No, no worries. No worries. So I am actually drinking not your father's root beer. Uh, uh, this is ale with the taste of spices, 5.9%. And I do have a, a kind of description here. It says, this beer is flavored with spices. We like to think of it as a dark spiced ale with vanilla and honey notes. Best served chilled or poured in a glass over ice. You'll enjoy it. We do. And it it literally <laughs> it literally tastes like root beer. Like there's no like alcohol taste to it, no beer taste. So I guess uh, if you really like beer, or if you really like root beer and you don't like beer, this is something good to drink. I guess. Huh. Uh, I'm just using it as as a chaser for vodka shots, but hey, that's what <laughs> I'm drinking right now. Yeah, looks... that that stuff's pretty popular down here. A lot of people drink that. Is it? I yeah. I keep seeing it. It's expensive. It's yeah. like eleven dollars a six pack here. Yeah. So, I haven't ever gotten it. But uh, a girl at Jessica's work just pretty much gave her entire team alcohol as Christmas presents. So, this was one of the things we ended up with. All right. So, like I say, this is going to be a Force Awakens, uh, just pr- pretty much uh, shit talking show. Um, so if you haven't seen the movie, please turn this off. I mean, we are, we may spoil things starting with the next sentence. Han Solo dies. (laughs) 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 You asshole. I didn't see the whole thing. (laughs) 
think that's perfect. If you didn't heed that first warning, you just pretty much fucked yourself. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, do you think after taking a lightsaber through the chest, falling off a catwalk, and a plane exploding, there could be a slight possibility he's still alive? Hey, Darth Maul. Please tell me you're not really one of those people. Please please tell me you're not really one of those people. Yeah, Darth Maul has robo legs. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, he's still alive. Also, Naboo didn't explode. What the hell world are you living in? That guy's dead. All right, so let me. uh, One thing I didn't do that I meant to do is I meant to have the. The scroll up. Let me see if I I went to a page that had it. Unless anybody here is nerdy enough to know it by heart at this point. Not know it by heart, but I'm nerdy enough to have the visual dictionary nearby. There you go. Might have the crawl. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, I just made a mess. What are we looking for? <laughs> the the uh, <laughs> Our toes? <laughs> the yeah, the Force the Awakens crawl at the no, beginning. Unfortunately, it just has actual information about what was going on. Sorry. Oh, the crawl. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just basically said, uh, like, okay. they're looking for... Luke Skywalker disappeared, and... Um, here, and I've, sort of... I've got it. I've okay. got it here. So, uh, well, let me see if I've got all of it. I have the first two... Three. There's I, only three. I, yeah, I know, and that's what annoys me because they're they're and not all official Star Wars things are is the crawl three paragraphs. It drives me nuts that the films have three paragraphs, but not other things. Anyways, uh, oh, and I'm looking at fake ones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say if you if you type the word crawl into my search history or into my Google, you're gonna get a whole different set of shit to look at. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is these are all fake ones that people have made. Okay, well let's try another search. Oh, I can't believe this. Should have had this ready. Our our apologies, everybody. And more so to my cast that uh, here needs. Okay. Let's see. No, Jesus Christ. What is. I got it. Do you got it? Okay. Uh, Oh, here. I've got it too. Okay. 30 years uh, after the fall of Darth Vader and the Galactic Empire, there has been a mysterious awakening in the Force. Go ahead. Do you want me to finish um, that? That's not it. No? no? Yeah, yeah I was going right. to say, <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I think it says something about Luke. Yeah, I've got it right here. You want me to read it? Uh, yeah, Literally, the first it. line is Luke Skywalker has yeah. vanished. It says Luke yeah. Skywalker has vanished. In his absence, the sinister First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the last of the Jedi, have been destroyed. With the support of the Republic, General Leia Organa leads a brave resistance. She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice to the galaxy. Leia has sent her most daring pilot on a secret mission to Jakku, where an old ally has discovered a clue to Luke's whereabouts. And so 
classic opening um a big ship passing mm -hmm. overhead um one of the things i talked about on one of the earlier shows is uh i always thought i went to star wars because i would hear everybody talk about you know this big ship passing overhead and and that's how it kind of started off and it turns out i i actually went to empire strikes back as my first movie theater star wars and it too has a big ship that flies overhead uh so what did you guys think about this two two cliches should have they had started saying we're not going to do this and do this nod and wink thing from the get-go it's a modern take of a new hope like that's my opinion of it and why not take a you know about the classic star wars a new hope and you know throw that montage of the battleship flying overhead and Anybody else care about this part at all? Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think every movie opens yeah, every up movie with has a scene in space. Yeah. So, you know, I think that it just went along with the rest of them. But I, I was excited that there was a crawl because there was questions if that was even going to be included in it. So, um, but yeah, oh. I liked it. I didn't have a problem with the opening at all. The one thing I did dig was I dig I, I did dig the angle that it was shot at you know it, it was kind of cool the way they revealed how they were actually panning across the ship so i thought that was kind of cool um cool so uh start with the ship like i say i've already forgotten what's the <laughs> opening scene dave draper um max von Sydow, who plays a character that nobody's ever heard of but um like is friends with princess leia is hanging out with a bunch of people on Jakku, which is not Tatooine. And yeah. Hodamron, who is who is the, the, the ace pilot mentioned in the crawl, is there because they, they're hoping that uh, Max Foncito has the key to finding Luke Skywalker, which he does for reasons. This will be an expression that you will hear often through my review of <laughs> Star Wars The Force Awakens. And is one of the main reasons that it is not I, – I kind of knock it down many, many points for reasons. But anyway, the, the evil uh, first, first Order show up and attack the village, and, and Poe makes a run for it, but his ship gets hit. So he puts his uh, – he, he puts the little uh, chip thingy in his droid, which is BB-8. Uh, and if all this sounds a little bit familiar, um, <laughs> BB makes a run for it, and Poe gets captured by the sinister Kylo Ren. And um, so we kind of get our introduction to two of the new main characters. Um, and then I don't know how much further do you want me to go. The, the droid wanders Dude, off into the desert, badass. and then we, huh? When he stopped the laser bolt in mid, uh, in that mid air. That was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. So, so this Max Bound, uh, Max Von Cito. Cito. Okay, so I thought I was supposed to know who that is. So I'm not. We're, nobody knows who that is yet. Everybody. Well, I mean, again, I've got the visual dictionary, and the name will mean nothing to you. It's it's some random guy who used to know Princess Leia, um, who used to know all these okay. people. And I actually, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people. This is this is one of. The, uh, I, I break down the complaints about this movie into two categories. There's like the, the bigger picture ones, which I think are a little more legit. And then the smaller ones, which are kind of nitpicky. And this is one like everyone complained about the prequels 
that like everybody, you know, it was like so incestuous, you know, Anakin built C-3PO and R2-D2 was, you know, Padme's thing and everybody knew everybody and everything was like real tight. And so here's this random guy, you know, finally we have a random person, you know, who has a backstory and everyone's like, well, who's he supposed to be? Is he like yeah. Lando's cousin? Um, is he Princess Leia's like uncle from Naboo? Who is he? He's just a guy. These people have been around for like 40 years. They know people, you know? He's a random guy who knew these people. <laughs> it's okay. Now, now, why did Luke give him the thing? I don't know. Why did you have to cast Mac Foncito in this nothing role? A little annoying, but but the fact that he's just some random guy, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of almost pleased with. As opposed to being, you know, because everyone thought he was going to be Boba Fett. Yeah, I'm that's like, what the what? rumor was. He was supposed to be Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah, that was like a big thing. It's like, oh, he's yeah. playing Boba Fett. And I'm like, Yep. He's the old Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Boba Fett die? Well, no, apparently, yeah, apparently that's the official canon now, thanks to Battlefront. What the fuck? Um, yeah, he made it out of China. Does, does anyone actually die in Star Wars? No. After dude. our little conversations <laughs> that's what I said. here. Han really did. <laughs> this is really starting to piss me off now. <laughs> so this comes to, and I don't have many complaints. Uh, so, but this comes to my first one is uh, so it was all about how they were going to be using practical effects. Mm-hmm. The one thing I didn't like about this opening assault that, you know, sorry, moving on to the next part where where the First Order actually assaults the village. It, it made it look generic almost like I almost would have rather seen some stuff filled in, maybe a larger village or, or something like that. It, it just, it really looked like a sound set to me, you know, and that was, and it's one of the only times like the rest of the stuff they filled out with CGI as, as it would be appropriate. But just for some reason, that opening scene, especially when they're watching the stormtroopers like March on the, on the, village it just it made it seem like they were shooting on the sound set somewhere see where you're not happy with it technically you know on a technical level here i actually really like this scene because it established immediately uh you get to see you know this new villain this new evil in action right away you know you get to see kylo ren come out and be a badass you get to see the first order come out and just start slaughtering the shit out of people and taking no shit. So for me, I actually really like that as an opening scene because you get to see, you know, immediate effect of a new, um, you know, antagonist in the series. Yeah, I agree. Think? They came into that. Uh, they came into that village like gangbusters and just fucked people up. Yeah, they did. What did you guys think of Kylo Ren's voice? Like the first time you heard it? I was fine with it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It sounded almost like a like a stormtrooper helmet, like they being on him, you know, instead of like yeah, yeah. It's... I I secretly wished once I heard it the first time, and I sound how I heard how kind of mechanical it sounded. I really wished it was Soundwave's voice <laughs> for Transformers, <laughs> <laughs> but not bad. It was all right, not bad. Um. So how about uh? I mean. Dave, do you feel comfortable kind of walking us through this? I could, I okay. could read from Wikipedia's 
Uh, I might get one or two. If, if I if I skip over something or or get details a little wrong, I mean I've seen it twice, but uh, um, I'm I'm really bad about necessarily getting everything in order. But I'll try to do the best I can. I know they capture Poe, and and what I was going to say about that scene is it establishes like three main characters right away. You get you get Finn, who is a stormtrooper who is kind of shocked by what's going on and refuses to participate. You get uh, Poe being very sort of uh, having a lot of bravado even though he's like totally screwed as far as he knows. And, and you get uh, Kylo kind of like uh, uh, Max von Sydow is able to kind of play him and get him to lose his temper. And, and so you get a sense that he's kind of a little, not as in control, uh, even though he's got all this power, he's not as in control. So it's for me, I like that scene because it establishes three of the characters. Um, but yeah, the, I believe after BB eight makes a run for it and we see a little weird thing in the sand, um, I believe it cuts to uh, Ray, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, she's in the Star Destroyer. She's in the Star Destroyer, and that's kind of uh, they've shown a lot of that in the uh, the trailers where she's scavenging the Star Destroyer. She's she takes a little lunking. You know what I love about that scene? <laughs> that first what? scene of Ray, where she, you see just like her face in those goggles. If you yeah. look at those goggles, you can see the eyes that are in them are from a stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, they like, are Stormtrooper. They are yeah, Stormtrooper goggles. Like it yeah. looks like a homemade uh, mask. Like she had took the eyes from Stormtrooper helmet and sewed them into that mask. I, I really thought that was a, a cool touch. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw a cosplayer. That my my uh, my paper here went and took pictures of people seeing it for the first night. And I saw a cosplayer from here in Denver, and she she had a really good ray. And it, it was like those goggles are literally like sewn in to the rest of the face mask. So I, I thought that was really cool. I didn't snap that they were stormtrooper goggles or yeah. stormtrooper lens, at least, you know. When I saw it, I actually thought they were the ones from The Empire Strikes Back where you see Luke the first time. I thought they looked oh, his, just like those. Yeah, yeah. yeah his oh. Um, and, and so – so just so everybody can know, so Vern, you said you've seen it twice, right? Yeah, I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. Have you watched your uh, official copy of it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so exactly. you've actually sure. seen I've it actually three seen, times. If you count that three times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Roger Swage, you guys are just uh, single timers like me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was not stoned though, so I remember. <laughs> so you remember a little more than I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so so we get our first glimpse of Ray. Kind of cool, scavenging things. Um, I really dug. I really dug that they show her trying to trade in all that stuff and you you see like what she had to do to go through and what does he give her like a, a quarter portion, portion yeah. or something yeah. a half yeah. portion yeah so i thought that was kind of cool to see somebody you know living hand to mouth kind of thing so you like watching yeah. poor people <laughs> well, and then there's, there's a really nice shot because he there's like a station where you can clean off the parts and she's sitting there cleaning the parts, and she looks across, and there's this old woman doing the same yeah. thing she's doing. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you kind of – it's a little thing, like, is she going to be doing this her entire life kind of thing? Yeah. At first, so I thought she... she worked there because in that scene, like, like I don't know, one of the creatures comes and, like, yells at her because she, like, stopped scrubbing the part or something. So that kind of confused me at first, but yeah. – Is she Skywalker's there's... kid? 
Well, that, so that is the popular theory. But yeah, the popular theory is well, and and has it been? Has it been? Uh, I so we'll just get right into this then with her. Is is she the twin to Ben? No, like, I don't think so. No, you don't uh, think they. Uh, like, okay, because now we now we have to explain for those of you listening to the spoiler. Oh, okay. Seen... Here, we can go yeah. in order. That that question may we be too either way. I, I, I let, let, we'll we'll talk about it as it's revealed. So yeah, that it would be better to do it as it's revealed. But so she's Ben's kid because other people who know who Ben is and Ben himself don't react to her as if they know who she is. So. Yeah, I guess you he would feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he felt like when his dad landed on the planet, he stopped and said Han Solo. You know what I mean? Like he felt him immediately. I feel like if that was his sister, he would have felt he would have felt that too as well. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because she in that flashback, she's abandoned. Mm-hmm. She's not abandoned as a baby like the fucking. Like is, yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you why I think she is is Luke's daughter. There's a there's a scene that's coming up right as we're following the movie where, after she gets her her portion and she eats, she goes and sits in the sand next to the the Adat's big uh, you know foot, and she puts on the X wing helmet. Well, apparently from what I read, that X wing helmet is Luke's helmet. Nope, it's not his helmet. It's not his helmet. Okay. The, well, first of all, the red symbol. And, and then oh, when you go inside yellow, of the. Um, Inside, there, there's like a little dolly in there that looks like an X-Wing rag doll. She made that when she was, was 10 years old. Well, if, that, if that's his helmet, and maybe he made that for her when he was when she was a small child, maybe that's too, like, the only thing she has of her dad's, you know? Belonged to Captain Dosmit Ray of the Typhron Yellow Aces. That's whose helmet it is? Wow. I've, I've got the... I'm a nerd. I've got the visual. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's, that's good. I'm glad you cleared that up. That's what I've been thinking the whole time. I'm a nerd, goddammit. <laughs> don't, don't get on my... Don't meddle with my nerd. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, one thing we, we... You know, again, Jakku is a site of a big battle, which you can play in Star Wars Battlefront. That was available for me, blah, blah, blah. But uh, uh, so that's why there's all these, like, Star Destroyers and X-Wings and, and uh, AT-ATs, and that's what everybody's scavenging, is there was a huge battle there. That's why there's all these parts, like an X-wing helmet, which yeah. he's playing around with. Yeah, I was gonna say that would probably be easy to debunk just by the markings, real quick. But I, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool that she was just kind of like hanging out, you yeah. know, and you got to see that, you know, that boring part of her life, you know. All right. So what do we have then? Is now now we're back on the finalizer or whatever the ship is yeah. is Finn flying back to the ship now? Well, they yeah they uh, they get back on the ship on the, on the star destroyer, and Finn's really really freaked out. Um, and he like takes his helmet and get yelled at by Captain Phasma, which is one of her three lines. Um, yeah, no shit, eh? She didn't really get a role in that movie. Yeah, that was disappointing. And that was actually good to see a stormtrooper take off his helmet, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The start, man, I kept saying, she's the new Boba Fett. Everyone's like, no, she gets gets killed. No, she gets thrown in a trash compactor. Yeah, and that fucking thing blew up. Well, apparently she has a bigger role in Part 8, so she got out somehow. (laughs) 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 The whole cast (laughs) is coming back for Episode 8 is what was announced. The entire cast of, of this one. 
Yeah, oh, but it could see? be flashbacks. So Han's not dead. Well, it could just, I guess, you know, flashbacks or whatever with him. But... Again, yeah. stabbed in the chest, fell off like a million <laughs> foot high. Yeah. yeah. Dead. Yeah, no, I, I, I foresee that that's what I've kind of thought about is it's going to be flashback heavy. Yeah. And whether they do Tron legacy shit to make people look their age and be in you know, look the appropriate age and be in new scenes or whatever. I think I think this whole like story is gonna start being slowly explained over the next two movies and flashbacks. I feel like Harrison Ford is like everybody knows he wanted to die at, at the end of Jedi. I feel like yeah. he went to JJ and said, I want you to make it absolutely positive that there's no chance of me living. I want you to kill me, throw me off a, ba- a balcony, and blow the entire planet up. I want no shred <laughs> that I could be alive after this movie. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, so, yeah, so we get Phasma. She looks really cool, like you said. She's, at least in this movie, she's the new Booba Fit. She has breasts, I guess. So then Finn's freaking out. He thinks he's going to get caught because he didn't fire a shot during that whole thing. Um, I did think it was kind of cool how they made him, like, she was like, why is your helmet off? Like, they made that a thing that that's something they're not allowed to do. Yeah. You know, so I, I kind of like that they enforce that as, you know, a rule. See, I thought that was weird because this whole scene bugged me where he gets back and he takes off his helmet and she talks about sending him to reconditioning and getting his weapon checked. And... This is one of the moments that kind of caught my eye, and it's because they just got back from going to a planet, murdering a bunch of people immediately, and then all of a sudden these heavy-handed dictators get back, and she's like, oh, you broke a whole bunch of rules and didn't fire your weapon? Uh, Just go get checked out. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, the, why is she fucking blowing punishment. his face off? She'd be like, "Why the fuck yeah, is your yeah. helmet off, fuckhole? Put that <laughs> yeah. shit back on, or you're fucking dead." Well, you, you know, is wonder... your weapon fucked up? Because it's gonna be up your ass in a minute. We don't do that shit here. I wonder if Tyler Ren might have sent her because that's at the scene where he's still holding that laser bolt. Yeah, he, he looks stops and stares at him. You know what I mean? They make a, a connection there, and he knows right away. He's like, he didn't do anything. You know. Yeah, now all of a sudden he he gets a you know he gets a little pat on the butt like hey get him next time and let's see if we can get you fixed. Well, it wasn't it wasn't a pat on the butt. It was a go. I mean, I, the impression I got was that reconditioning is not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just yeah. went somewhere and murdered people for no reason, basically. <laughs> and now cover up because you got to remember these these troopers are bred. To do no. exactly what no, they're not. No, they're they're not. not anymore. These aren't clones. No. In fact, there's a line in the film that they're not clones, and that was going to no. be my these argument. These guys are uh, stolen as babies, and same, then same and... shit. They don't even have names. They have numbers. So, but what I'm saying though is that's their purpose in life. So when they fuck up, and he's already fucked up because he did whatever the fuck anyway. Why? Like I didn't understand why all of a sudden they were very lenient with their you know, their subordinates that just really, I don't think that they were that. I mean, aside from like not murdering a guy that you've spent, you know, presumably 10, 20 years training like on the spot and sending, you know, I mean, it's more like reprogramming yeah, a droid or melting it down. I don't know. It doesn't and seem he, hard to pull a trigger. That's all I'm saying. 
I'm I'm just saying like that's why he was running for it because he knew what was coming. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, he knew his ass was in trouble. He didn't yeah, he knew he was screwed. No, because yeah, even I, later in the movie they said he checked out. Like he went to reconditioning and stuff, and he came back and he was fine. Really? That was a little confusing, yeah. frankly. Like that, I. Was, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember that part. Because he's but... he's uh when he fucks off in the the tie fighter, and they figure out who had left, they talked to. Uh, the plasma or whoever. And, yeah, she uh, said that she's... he had been ordered to go to reconditioning. Oh, I don't remember her I, saying I that. He... She said he went uh-huh. and he checked out. No, the weapon, I thought. I don't know. I, I remember she said that he had been ordered for reconditioning, but I yeah. thought he disappeared in between that time. Uh, okay. I was a little confused by that dialogue. I mean, I, I kind of remember being a little of both. For reasons. Let me pull this Mexican copy out. Oh, it's a little better. <laughs> yeah. We will get to reasons. Do you want reasons? You want reasons? R two D two, reasons. <laughs> what the face? Reasons. All right, all right. We, if we're gonna keep <laughs> this relatively reasons. short, we're, we got to move on. So, uh, so Poe gets interrogated by uh, Kylo. So we we figure out that he's he's not just some brat that's learned some tricks with the Force. He can literally pull images from people's minds with Darth Vader, you know, supposedly couldn't do. Why would you have an interrogator droid in A New Hope? People do before, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like this stopping. And did he stop the bolt on that raid? I thought the first time we see the bolts. Oh, okay. I, I thought the first time was in the forest, but. No. Okay, so, all right, so yeah, so he's fucking doing shit he's never seen. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> remember the movie. Um, all right, and then fast forward, him and him and and Finn are trying to get off. Um, first glimpse we get to see at a uh, dual seated Tie Fighter, which I thought was super cool. Um. And then uh, also the first time we get to kind of see the banter, um, which I I know I've seen complaints that there's just there's just a little too much comedy in it. No way. That was one of the better parts is them bantering back and forth. I didn't like the, the, the beginning scene where. He kneels down in front of Kylo and he's like, uh, all right, who talks here? Me or you? I really can't understand you with the, with that mask on. You know what I mean? I, that I didn't care for too much. But well, you know. again, I, I think that's that's him trying to sound tough in the face of this yeah. guy who just stopped the blaster bolt midair. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't mind that first one. Um, like I say, I Jessica hated she not hated that's a very strong word she didn't like how much comedy was in it i kind of dug it knowing where it's you know knowing the voice that it's coming from but it it was more comedy than we were used to i mean there were probably seven it came from the characters as opposed to i stepped in poop a thing farted on me yeah Oh, how rude. Wow, that's, yeah. Well, no, I'm saying, like, it was organic from the characters, and that's why I liked it. All right. Informed so... One of my <laughs> one of my favorite scenes from the movie was a comedy moment is when 
uh, Finn was was um, talking back and forth with BB-8 about, you know, telling her who he was or where he was coming from. And he gave him the thumbs up and like BB-8 put his like little rod out with the flame like he was getting his thumbs up back. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I laughed my ass off that. I I did think that one was funny yeah. too. Yeah, I li- I liked a lot of the comedy, but I I wished during the movie that it had just been more focused with uh, with Han and Chewie, because you know they were always the go to comedy duo, yeah. and it, to me it just felt like with Finn it was more of you know and it, it, this isn't really even a complaint it's just it, it's just a nitpick but I was just kind of like this is like it was like teenage comedy. Yeah. The way, you know, like his banter and stuff like that. And I'm like, there's just, it was just a little bit too much for me just because to me it was such a, a current type of humor used with what I would, would relate to like, you know, like high school kids or, you know, straight out, you know, just out of high school age people, which makes sense in the movie, but it's just not my favorite style. So I was kind of like, eh, it's not bad, but eh, let's, let's just keep it to the veterans on that one. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I was. Yes, yeah, you're talking uh, the one scene where um he's uh when they got when they capture Phasma and they're trying to get her to like pull the um shields down he's like I'm in charge now Phasma you know that that's a scene that I I, I thought was just like what you described. When yeah, Tim, it's, it's, it's like it's like it's not terrible, but I got to pick on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, it, it did seem like Finn's dialogue especially felt more uh, modern. Yeah, yeah. Rather than that kind of timeless, you know. Um, you know, he would say things like, are you messing with me? Like, and, and no yeah. one in Star Wars has ever said, are you messing with me? Um, yeah. And, and but did, see, in, in fairness, though, in the original, in the original trilogy, though, they did have, uh, certain scenes and sections where, you know, like Harrison Ford, especially, he would say something that you was common for that era, you know, like late seventies, early eighties type of like barb or come back to someone. So, like, again, to me, it kind of made sense, but it was like he was the only one really like that. So, to me, it ended up seeming really out of place later on. So, we have him uh, crash on Jakku as they're escaping. They get hit at the last minute. Um, and And I know they're doing it just to keep it moving, but I thought it was weird that he didn't. You know, do he's he's military trained. I I thought it was weird he didn't do like some kind of search pattern, you know, and and in a spiral out from the ship to see if if Poe was anywhere. But he just uh, met the guy. He was like, "Fuck that dude." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just met the guy. Like, okay, you got me off the start story. I'm free now. But you know what? Uh, shit went down, and I'm sorry, but I gotta get moving. <laughs> All right, good point. Plus, good we point. find out later that that was his first battle, so he wasn't like a seasoned veteran, right? In battle, or anything. Uh, this is true. This is true, and so he's just running. Um, he runs into Ray. Uh, well, and so, uh, so Ray, Ray goes to sell her junk. <laughs> and they, and the junk buyer uh, gives her more money than she's probably ever seen in her life. Yeah, like sixty uh, or, or something. Yeah, or offers her more money than she's probably ever. Is seen Is that money in her or life. food that he was giving? Yeah, <laughs> she, was, she could have been the only fat girl on that planet. After yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, she would have been like the obese walking around. <laughs> so uh, it, I thought it was really cute. 
the attachment, you know, because it was like, it, it was like a kid's first pet is the way I guess I saw it, you know, like at this point she doesn't know, it, she just knows that it's wanted. She doesn't know why it's wanted or anything like that. And, and for all she knows is they just want it because it's a working droid. Yeah. See, I saw it as it kind of fit with the whole, you know, the, the light side of the force because, you know, prior to that, didn't he, he helped her out of a bit of a situation, right? Like, no, she helped him. Yeah, yeah she helped him. From a junk dealer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause I, cause I just remember like, I don't know. I was thinking something happened and he helped her somehow or whatever. So she was kind of like making sure she stuck with him. Well, so. he told her that he was classified. Remember when she first yeah. pulled him out of that net and she's, yeah. you know, he, she says, Oh, classified. Huh? She goes, me too. Big secret. Uh, (laughs) and to me that was another thing when we were talking about whether or not she's luke's daughter you know luke was always able to talk to and understand r2d2 especially from the second movie on right and i i almost took that as like a a, an indication that you know that was like a sign because she could talk to bb8 right so yeah yeah can't the the other pilot talk to bb8 too yes and that well we don't know who his dad is oh that's true yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's, it right. might be a thing that it's either learned or if you have the four, you know, it's like being a great pilot. You can learn to be a great pilot or you can be for, strong in the force and you just get how to be a great pilot. That's like, yeah. how does Han Solo understand Chewbacca? <laughs> yeah, but she understands Chewbacca too. Yeah. yeah. She also understood that, that scavenger that was out there that had scooped BB-8 up, too. Yeah, and, see, and how could anyone understand Chewbacca? Because all the Wookiees were basically wiped the fuck out. Right? Yeah, like, by that time, the they people... didn't even know what a Wookiee was by then. Yeah, so like, how would anybody understand him? But like you think, if she lives, if she lives on a planet like Jakku, and it, it's as multi, I guess, cultural as it is, you know, and she has to that's, deal that's with all these different... Is that she, she spent all her time in the spaceport Deliberately right. learning as many languages as she could. Right. Exactly. To, yeah, exactly. She would have to know, you know, languages to, to communicate the cell stuff and survive, I guess. Yeah, but even in the old movies, hardly anyone could fucking understand that shit. <laughs> it's 30 That's years That's true. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, why would people be going back to understand shit that nobody back then even cared to fucking understand? I mean, who didn't understand that shit? I mean, Luke didn't. He was a dummy. Imperial guys didn't, but they're racist jerks. You know, you just, <laughs> I don't know if random cantina guy understands Chewbacca or not. They never focused on well, no, it. No, because you know? in the old movies, they even say that it's rare to meet a Wookiee or whatever. And, you know, most they, Oh, come on. I just watched a whole bunch of them. They, it's it's reference to that. You know, most people don't come across them or, you know, especially because they have a bad temper and all that shit. But most people didn't understand their language. Put your arms right out of sockets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that was That's awesome when you were on the, on the Falcon. New strategy. Let's wage win. <laughs> if, there's, if you notice, if you pay attention, 3PO has the red arm, right? Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> the very end of the Which movie. Never, never explained how he got that arm. <laughs> at the very end of the movie, he's got his gold arm back. Oh, And I if you think about it, the only thing that's changed is that the Falcon showed up. Oh, Interesting. Didn't notice that. I did. Well, and, and talking about slight changes, um, so they come across the Falcon. Um the Falcon has a square radar dish now. Um, so uh, I think the thing that irks me the most about this is I was looking at one of those uh, Revell snap together kits. So they got to call the Falcon 
the Force Awakens Falcon because it has a square radar dish. So okay. this one little thing allows uh, allows Lucasfilm to license and other companies to sell something that you could say, I have the Falcon. I don't need a new Falcon. I have the Falcon. But now if you want the Force Awakens Falcon, you have to have the square radar dish. Yeah. So I thought that was sneaky, a little annoying. Sneaky. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they, back <laughs> in the day, they would sell the Falcon in a different box for each movie. It was the exact same toy. <laughs> no, I just I thought that was interesting. Same thing with well, and we'll probably get a backstory, I assume, on three PO's arm at least, but. Well, they uh, just had a spare one on board on the Falcon. They're like, hey, buddy. Yeah, I his arm. My, my theory is that, that, that Chewie ripped it off at one point, and it was just lying around on the Falcon all those years. <laughs> <laughs> there's that, one, there's one scene. I, I want to back up just a tad bit. I just want your guys' like opinions on it. When they captured Poe and they first brought him to that Star Destroyer, when he got out, he looked like he yes. looked at that thing like, whoa. Like, yes. I, don't, I feel like he didn't couldn't didn't imagine that the first order was that big you know like he was surprised to see that they had like a ship like this you know that is my take on it exactly yeah because it was huh. you could just see it in his eyes when he was looking around he was like an astonishment astonishment I, or like I, shitting his pants that too <laughs> <laughs> yes okay. i didn't even think about that yeah i i just assumed that that and see, and that's what's kind of weird because it's not because so they're the first order, and then we have the uh, resistance, but we have the new republic. Okay, here we go. So, oh, so Here's story, and it's it's barely okay. laid out in the opening crawl that there's the the new republic, and then there's the resistance, and then there's the first order. The deal is that the uh, the alliance and the empire came to a treaty at some point um, after the Battle of Endor and formed the New Republic. And there was like a, a group of people that were just, they, they, they were unhappy with the way things were going. So they, they split off and formed the First Order in like the mystery region of space. Um, I forget what it's called, but some stupid mystery region of space. Um, and the thinking is that that had something to, like maybe Kylo Ren had something to do with that. Um, but it, it, it happened around the time that he spoiler alert betrayed the, the the jedi and screwed up luke's new training academy but the point being princess leia used her own money from somewhere um to to create her own army which is called the resistance to to go looking after uh, uh to to hunt down the the first order and to find luke um where, where the did they say kylo ren went to this academy and wrecked it where, uh, where did they've never the well, they have a scene of it in the movie that he betrayed. Right, I'm saying which which part of the movie because I mean I saw it one fucking it's, time uh, at nine o'clock in the morning. It's so the part where she <laughs> she finds the lightsaber and she has that big vision, and you they see Luke it, and he's he's sitting next to R two D two. Yeah, and you then see you see Kylo that Ren come down and he's fucking fucking people up. Along with, and we'll get to it, along with the Knights of Ren, which hopefully uh, Dave can shed nope. some more light on that when we get well, to Well, Han, Han also explained to them in this scene where he said, you know, he's telling them the Jedi, the Sith, it's real. He explains to them where Luke was and how, you know, he had uh, 
had started training a bunch of new Jedi's. So that, that scene was explained right there too. Yeah. That's, that's the scene where he explains it. Right. Yes. Yeah, I remember that part, but I don't remember Kylo Ren being in there for some reason. Again, it was at nine o'clock in the morning. For, forgive me. I literally walked past the door to our downstairs and that's what, <laughs> what was All right. So, okay. So what do we got here? We got, so Finn now is, is, on his own, wandering around Jakku, happens to run into... I thought we were already on the Falcon, but okay, he's, he's wandering yeah, around Jakku. Oh, oh no, sorry. No, you're right. You're right. Sorry, yeah, I skipped that. Hour and a half, that. two hour show. We're moving along. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, yeah. I was like, are Rocket we really going to go point for point this whole movie? <laughs> <laughs> no. They, okay. They take so... off in the Falcon, and then, <laughs> for reasons, Han Solo and Chewbacca find them in their new spaceship, the, the big hulking thing of space, and capture them. Um, so we get Han Solo and Chewbacca, and we get that moment in the trailers where it's like, Han, you know, Chewie, we're home. Um, exactly. And then we get, um, so two gangs board their ship. Yeah. It Pretty much you get the job of the hut scene, you know, Greedo, where they, you know, they're yeah. about to pay for their, for them being uh, smuggler scum. Um, nothing, nothing exciting here i really didn't like this part of the movie whatsoever yeah i was gonna say i didn't like the the crazy creatures that that's you know oh that was the biggest part cgi well other than snoke to me that stood out like that was so obvious cgi yeah 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 but that's classic that's classic hen and chewy stuff right there yeah they got to talk their way out or they had to have random luck Right up I to the point that's... where the CGI monsters get loose, I was loving it, and then then the CGI monsters get loose, and I'm like, oh. So you didn't like it because of the CGI, or you didn't like? I really didn't. I didn't. I, well, I I didn't like that they were just CGI monsters running around being monstery, and eh. I thought it reminded we're, me. Of we're like talking a... about a sci-fi movie, right? <laughs> no, actually, talking about a fan. No, this ha- but, uh, this happened a long time ago. This reminded me of like a Ben Hill show, where they're all running around chasing each other, and then like they would turn around, and then suddenly everybody's chasing the monster, and then suddenly Han and Chewie are like going in and out of doors, and different people are. It's like a Scooby Doo scene. Yeah. Well, the the one part where the the things get out and they're just like devouring everything in their sight, but they take a hold of Finn's legs and they don't eat him; they just drag him down the hallway. You know what I mean? He's like the yeah. only one that doesn't get devoured. Isn't that isn't that because the one that caught him had just eaten one or two people? Could rationalize them. that way. You can rationalize it. Although, like that didn't stop any of the other ones from like gobbling down people. Okay. Like, right? <laughs> I just ask questions, man. Way. I don't know. It's it's set up that way that you can rationalize it that way, but I mean, it's just like they don't they don't do that for anybody else. Yeah, for reasons. Well, <laughs> undisclosed on the show. Han fed the one thing a guy he like pushed it right to his mouth and it yeah. like burped his boot up. Now, <laughs> now, when George does the special editions, that guy will throw himself into the monster's mouth. You know, just <laughs> just so you guys are happy, I hope when this Blu-ray comes out. 
It's just like two or three people with a big blanket on running around, so there's no CGI for you. It's just it's a dumb sequence. It's it's like the droid yeah, factor monsters. It, it offers no value whatsoever. They could eat, like you say, they happen across them. They could have just pulled them in. They could have figured out, you know, what's going on and then gone to Maz Kanata or could have played whatever. Two sides against each other and like had them like attack each other. And there's this big crazy shootout and Han and Chewie are like trying to like, you know, being in the middle of it. And they're again, they, they keep trying to play each side off the other. And then when nobody's looking, shoot people in the back and, you know, just, as opposed to, you know, big, dumb monsters running around. I mean, the fact that they yeah. were CGI monsters is just icing on the cake. But it's, did, it was a did you have, like, a dog that bit you as a child? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't realize people love CGI so much. This is new. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... I don't like the monsters. <laughs> So everybody that that needed to survive survived, and everybody that needed to die died. So uh, I survived too. Some of the some of the the head head thug guys, because they were like, you know, the the Irish guy was like, you know, tell them that Han Solo was on the Millennium Falcon with the BB-8 droid or whatever. Did Chewbacca get shot at this point? He got hurt. Um. I can't remember how, but he got his arm got hurt. Shot yeah. Arm. yeah, he got shot, and then Finn had to patch him up, and that's when uh... – That's the first time that Han starts using the bowcast. Like, Han, like, yeah. developed, like, a big yeah, yeah, part on the bowcast. Yeah. And, and yeah. hasn't that bowcaster become pretty powerful? I mean, that thing just blows people back. Yeah, it wasn't shooting little lasers. Like that, now it's like it hits and it – Yeah. It's flying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what I never got is this is your best friend for 30 years, and you've never shot his gun? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. like, I'm like... Well, maybe it's just I don't think it's another man's gun. I mean... No. <laughs> They're not cleaning each other's rifles. Yeah. I have I have shot every one of my friend's guns ever. And people that have guns are very happy to let you shoot them as much as you want. But uh, anyway, so yeah. So he shoots his bowcaster for the first time. They get down to... What is this place called? No, it's Maz Kanata. Takadana, and it's Maz Kanata's castle. Not Yoda's uh, castle. Fun. I, I really didn't like the design of Maz Kanata. Um, Is that supposed to be Yoda? No. No, no, no. I said not Yoda. It's, it's oh, a girl. Okay. Yeah, that chick sucked. She was useless. <laughs> she looked like one of the golden girls. Yeah, she totally yeah, did. She, she looked like a minion's yeah. grandmother. <laughs> With two eyes. Yeah. The uh, so I, character was done very well, though. I mean, that, that, there was a big difference between like her and those monsters in, in, in his ship. When Snoke, like the difference between her and Snoke was was very dramatic. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so let's see here. We go from them meeting up with her and then we have the scene with uh kylo ren and the burned mask of vader i mean i was fine with that i thought that was it does he mention yeah so this is the first time where he calls him grandfather mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. we're we're getting some sort of relationship here right this is the first the first time they've said that he is a relation of the Skywalkers, right? Right. Yeah. 
And you hear him, so, hear him talking about how he's being pulled towards the light. We haven't really heard anything, any like thing like that before in any of the other movies either, you know. So I thought that was interesting. You know, he's got that struggle there. He's still, he's still feeling the, you know, the light side of the force. And uh, so then, right after this is where Kanata shows Ray uh, Luke's lightsaber. No, it's, it's a little different than that. Like, like Finn just wants to get out of Dodge. Um, and so he kind of abandoned oh, them. Oh, that's right. He's going yeah. to abandon yeah. them, and that upsets Ray. And she's kind of wandering around the palace, and she hears voices. And so she wanders down into the the basement area, the the dungeon area, and there's an unlocked box that, for reasons, has Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Not Luke's, Anakin's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's and, unlocked. And it's unlocked. <laughs> Let's and, repeat that. <laughs> and and. And when they ask Maz how she got it, she says, that's a good question for another time. And that's where the movie was never going to get an A rating from me. Well, I would like to know how the hell Kylo Ren got Vader's helmet. I mean, I wish they would have explained that some, too. You know, that that, you know, I have an easier time with that just because at some point he could have heard the story from his uncle or his parents about, you know, he could have heard the story from Luke about having the pyre on Endor and went back and looked for it as opposed to, you know, like. The lightsaber dropping to the – I mean, assuming that it didn't fall out of Cloud City, you know. Because right. here's the thing. The original script um, – to, to get nerdy on you guys. In the original script, it begins with Luke's lightsaber flying through space with Luke's hand still attached to it. Right. And then Fuck crashes off. on that rad. And then Maz finds it. Um, so that's how she found it in the original script. And apparently someone said, that's really stupid. Don't do that. So they cut it. <laughs> What? <laughs> Did anybody else after the movie get the get this feeling? This is one of my my few complaints with this movie was that when I watch the other movies, I feel like every either character or reference, you know, even if it's an oddball reference, gets answered basically within the realm of that movie. If it's important, if it's if it's relevant, right? But in this relevant. one, I feel like there were countless yeah, things referenced that you still have no fucking clue what the yeah. fuck is you know and the one that gets me i'm gonna jump ahead a little bit is snooky pants fucking snooky pants yeah you know what's it snape snoke, snoke. the alien pants. yeah that one really bugs he, me he because looks like he's from lord of the rings he looks like one of the orcs from lord yeah of the he rings. looks he looks like Gollum on some crack <laughs> <laughs> But and see what gets me though. I was heartbroken when it turned out it was a hologram, because I was like, "Oh, he's a giant. That's kind of cool, actually." Oh, he's a hologram. So who the fuck is that dude? Is he like an emperor or like? Right. This is what I'm getting at though. Every other movie, they identify, you know, a crisis, a villain, however you want to say it, and even if they don't get in depth, you are given an answer within that movie of either where they came from, what they're doing, who they are, if not all three of those things. Well, no, this the guy, emperor, this is just like, shit. this like is like the whole movie is just a whole bunch of references to shit. And then you get no solid answers on a bunch of them. Well, no, this is just like the emperor. Cause they do call him Supreme commander Snoke. So they, they do establish that he's the Supreme commander, but you don't learn much. You don't learn anything outside of that besides oh, he's the... on call at the shots. Of the first order, yeah. 
And that's another thing that I'm, I'm really curious about is they didn't really reference Kylo Ren as a Sith, did they? they nope, just never said. Nope. He's just dark side. Yeah. So now, yeah. like, okay, so who's the Snoke guy? Because, you know, we knew Palpatine was a Sith. Yeah. And that was supposed to be the super badass of the dark side. So then what's this big fucking giant hologram guy? Okay, the, you know what I mean? Again, like, <laughs> he's probably like probably in real life, like three feet tall, like Yoda. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a popular theory, which I think would be cool. But um, the, the, the thinking is there's a guy – Palpatine talks about a guy in episode three, Darth Plagueis, which was yeah. his master. Who he Plagueis killed, supposedly. Well, who he, he, he says he killed, but Plagueis knew a way to cheat death. And the design of Snoke sort of looks like the design that they had for Plagueis. Um, yeah. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect match. But then again, you know, it's expanded universe stuff. Right. So – Okay, but and they're, they're not going to they're not going to use seven anything. Foot tall is what I read. Thin and well, seven. So, seven. so he will be kind of cool if he's uh if he is you know that would be a giant that would be you know. See, I'm just worried that, you know, but not. I know what you're saying, Dave. I at first I had kind of high hopes that he was a twenty foot tall guy. That would be that, that would be unique. That would be something they've never really done in Star Wars. And again, it would warrant CGI. You know, yeah. For this character that's that's giant, and how are you gonna fight this they, guy? And they like, didn't need CGI in the Green Mile. That guy was like ten feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. All right, so so flashbacks uh, while while Ray's touching the lightsaber. So we we see what we just know because of other information. We know we see the Knights of Ren. You know, so you see, I don't know, what is it? Um, what? The very first thing that happens is it becomes the hallway in Bespin. Um, and in yeah, fact, the... apparently there was a, a scene that was filmed and cut where she actually sees Luke and Darth Vader fighting. And that's why, with the toys, they have a, an action figure for Bespin Luke and an action figure for Darth Vader. Because um, mm, there was a shot of them in the film, um, mm. which got cut. Yeah, we we see them. We see the Bespin hallway. We see a couple other things. We see the Knights of Ren stabbing a guy. We see Luke and R two from from the trailers, which everyone said that might not be Luke. It was Luke. Um, <laughs> and we see her on Jakku being left behind with the the junk dealer guy actually, and she's a little girl crying. We see a spaceship fly away. Yeah, and that's and that's where she she literally said it or I shouldn't say literally, but it is suggested that it's her parents leaving her, right? It's implied, but we we it's, it's her family. Yeah. Okay. It's family, and this this is another theory of mine that maybe maybe it was actually um, Kylo who left her behind because he couldn't bring himself to kill his own like niece or whatever or not niece cousin. Yeah, maybe um, after after they went and slaughtered all the Jedi, he, she was what was left, and he just couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He he couldn't right. he couldn't pull an Anakin and slaughter a little kid. So he like took her somewhere where she'd never be found again and left her behind. Pussy. Yeah, but wouldn't he have known that when he was... fucking kid he ever saw? I love <laughs> yeah. That bitch. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's the one thing I I don't that pisses me off is like he's comparing himself to Vader or wants to be like Vader. The kid, the guy is he... fucking owned by a chick who's never used a lightsaber before. Well, we'll get there. Like, like that. <laughs> and he's so walking around punching himself when he gets shot, trying to be tough. Like, Vader yeah. would have fucking walked that off. And <laughs> Kylo Ren is John and then Menzel. Went... <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he well, was definitely not did... as menacing as Vader. That's for sure. But he's not I like Vader. that like, he was. Yeah. Not Vader. Yeah, I like. 
he was angsty. You yeah, know, he was he was impulsive. He was angsty. You well, know, like I I kind of yeah exactly. I kind of dug. Jessica really dug that because yeah. that we we have a few walls that resemble those uh, those moments in our house. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna throw this in there real quick because like as a horror movie fan, the one villain I can't dig that much is Freddy Krueger because. He was known as a child molester before becoming the monster. Does it ever bug you that Darth Vader killed kids multiple times as a villain? Does that ever make you a little <laughs> get you a little weirded out? Like, oh yeah, Darth Vader's badass. And you're like, yeah, but he's pretty much known for killing babies and shit. Well, yeah, did you but... think that everyone on Alderaan were over the age of eighteen? Yeah, but that's that. That's that oh, killing that's different. That's, that's, no, that's just blowing up a planet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't a completely movie. differently. No, but I'm saying the Anakin that, literally, like with his own, you know, with his own saber, was killing that children. Is in what movie. I'm saying. The, the one that they're carrying around in the movie is the one who killed all them kids. Yeah, that's another yeah, meme. So, it's, it's, hey, it's the lightsaber well, that killed twenty children. But what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying is that ever freak you out, like to like a villain. That does something like that as opposed to like, you know, watching a movie where a guy just like, you know, he kills regular ass people or kills guys in bars or whatever the hell. Because I don't know, like, it doesn't really bug me, bug me, but I always thought that was kind of weird because the the rest of the movies are so, I don't know, like, they're not that drastic. But then you think about Vader and you're like, damn, man, like, it didn't just happen once. Like, he, he straight up was killing kids, like. A lot. <laughs> like he made it. He made that shit a habit. <laughs> Even in episode two, before he became Vader, you know, when his mother passed away, yeah. he killed that entire colony of sand people. And there was cho- children, sand people in that colony too. He did them all. Yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. Like he, that had it was so turned on. Yeah, and what the hell was with that? She's just like, oh, you're just so hard on yourself. Like, you said you love to be hard on you, baby. Like, yeah, he just killed like 80 kids, and you're like, oh. Don't be so bad. It's okay. All right. To to keep this moving <laughs> as much as I love talking about killing kids. Uh, <laughs> so next we see the kick-ass First Order scene where you get the very uh, Nazi-esque, uh, uh, we are going to go blow up our enemies. We're going to go kill the entire solar system I guess they can do with this uh, star killer base um, so I thought that was cool good use of CGI of course to show to show that the size of the army on this base um, and anything there I mean we get to see Phasma again that's you don't see the adats what the fuck is wrong with Adats? Why do they have to change Adats every goddamn movie? <laughs> do, <laughs> we see other, do we see other four-legged walkers that are no, not Adats? Yeah, there is four-legged walkers walking around in the background as they're panning out. There's a couple walking around the back, and they're not Adats. Hmm. All I know is huh. there's a guy with an American gladiator fucking shock stick. And that was pretty <laughs> fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, that guy fight. That, that was a killer scene. <laughs> Um, so next we have, so they, so the first order comes to assault Takodana, Takodana, uh, again, nothing really, 
nothing really exciting here. We get to see Kylo Ren again. Um, let's see. So he, he uh, ends up finding. Um, Ray. Yeah, he ends up finding Ray, Ray. of course. So yeah. that was definitely. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, not nothing exciting till right at the end. Well, where... when, when they fire the weapon off and blow those planes up, do, is that supposed to be them destroying the, the the current republic? Is is that is that what they're doing or? Oh yeah, yeah. They're yes. blowing up. Okay, again, this is this is one of those things that's a little kind of not really well explained unless you read right, yeah. extraneous stuff. But they 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 passed a law that the, that the capital isn't always going to be on Coruscant. It's going to be more democratic, so it moves around. Okay. They blow oh, up the planet okay. where the, they blow up the planet where the Senate is on at this time. Okay, um, so then uh, the new republic is, is exactly gone. like Coruscant. So. <laughs> Yeah, another city planet, and they can see it. They can see it from this planet they're on. So everybody, yeah, everybody knows that it's happened. Um, But yes, like you say, Mike or Swage, (laughs) the uh, the uh, the the most important thing here is this is where Kylo kidnaps Rey and Han witnesses it. I think Finn witnesses uh, it. And yeah, don't I don't they all? Yeah, They're all standing there. Everybody's they were all captured and then and then Kylo calls for the retreat and they all kind of watch as everybody leaves, including Ray with Kylo. Uh, Even out the badass scene though, where the tie uh, X Wings come across that water and start attacking. Yeah, that was pretty badass. That was yeah, that, that was badass. That was a fun moment. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, it, it was cool to see a a fighter a like a dog fight uh, over land right. as opposed to just in space. You know, so you had you had the horizon as something to mark how they're spinning and doing all that kind of shit. And you really get to see how good of a pilot Poe is for the first time, like how really good he is. Um, so then, uh, so then we go to the resistance base and, and this, this part, this literally teared me up. There were, oh, there boy. was, there, <laughs> dude, him we missed and two Leia. good parts. Did so we it? need to back up. Yeah, okay. so the fight between Finn and that stormtrooper where he has the lightsaber oh, yeah. and the shock stick. Yeah. That was fucked up. Uh, all right, I may I may have closed my eyes. I'm not remembering it, but I told you it's like the first time every time. <laughs> okay, so so recount it for us then, Roger. So I guess stormtroopers are invading. This is right before the uh, resistance shows up. They're tracking down everybody. The one stormtrooper sees Finn, calls him a traitor. He whips oh. out that weird shock stick thing, and then Finn pulls out the lightsaber, and they start having this epic battle. Oh shit! This is ah, I know why I don't know that <laughs> scene. I had to use the restroom. You idiot! And I was like, you idiot! The worst Star like... ever. <laughs> 
I was like, oh, here's a big battle scene. I don't care. It's just going to be a bunch of ships <laughs> shooting at ships and shit. Yeah. So I did. I totally missed that scene. Okay. Well, see yeah. now. So you're supposed now to wear, I have supposed something to wear to look defense and just piss yourself. And it's like, you yeah. defense That's and, and you just more buckets of four. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So okay, I just find it so. weird that Finn, out of his small knowledge of weaponry, because again he, he keeps saying he only knows blasters, decides to have a, a duel with a lightsaber. Well, what else did he have though? Yeah, but still, I mean, a lightsaber to me would be something very intimidating. It'd be like pulling up a picking up a katana and then trying to fight someone who's yeah, obviously it would be trained. Nice. Well, he's probably nice been trained with a shock stick. I mean, he's probably, you know, used a shock stick, which is similar to a, a lightsaber in a way, so he probably knows how to swing swing around a little bit. Wouldn't it be nice to see in a Star Wars movie some noob pick up a, a lightsaber and, like, cut their foot off or some shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm surprised Finn didn't, like, take his hand off like, by the accident. The first time Luke picks up that, that fucking lightsaber, I keep thinking, man, he should be cutting his own head off right now. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like He looked right shit. at it. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's bright. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's like welding. You're probably never supposed to look directly at the blade. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And Finn does look at that. He looks at it square on before he he lights that fucker up. Okay, so, well, good. I have something to look forward to tonight when I watch uh, my perfectly legitimate downloaded version <laughs> of this movie. But, uh, okay, and what was the other scene that that I skipped over, Roger? So there's the two point of views. There's the, the, the point of view where you're watching the, the X-Wings come across the water, and they're making that huge water skiff. And then you have the view of the stormtroopers where they're looking onto the bay, and you just see the the water coming up. Mm-hmm. And then you start seeing them like they're all starting to get a little panicky because they, they they know something fucking bad's coming. Uh huh. Yeah, I probably missed that. Was probably part of my bathroom <laughs> break. Stoners. That that whole battle was part of my bathroom break. <laughs> we're we're in an IMAX. I have to ride an elevator down three floors to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but uh, all right, well, so good. I'm glad I have something to look forward to, and uh, other people that smoke marijuana before movies have something to look forward to. <laughs> um, Can we uh, take a break or? Are we just going to power do you, through? Do you want to? Do you yeah, want like to? Yeah, like a great. Uh, is that okay with everybody? Yeah. Do we want to try to come back and blow through? And Because I know we're running a little – I guess we're not too bad, but we're running a little behind, obviously. Is we're that all right? With that? Do it. If I can go get a smoke in, I should be all right for another – Yeah, good if bit. I can get a smoke too, I'm good. Yeah, okay. I'm good, man. You guys do, do take it. Do your thing. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Roger, when you get back, just uh, pause the recording and uh, um, we'll get a restart. Okay. So we'll be right back after these messages. Peace. 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 Oh, yeah, peace. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I'm no one.
one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. There are stories about what happened. It's true. scenes of the movie um but let's see so so they've attacked the resistance base uh no so... they attacked Maz's base we, we had basically just gotten to the resistance showing up leia showing oh, up that's and... right. yeah you were gonna have some tears and that's right isn't, I, is this I... the, isn't this where we first see leia and han in the same place at the same time Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's and that's what brought the tear to my eye. It did it in the trailer too, even with just the, you know, split second that what, they showed. What made that. me cry was seeing Leia be not so hot as opposed to how hot she <laughs> used to be. That didn't bother me, but her voice was awful. Oh yeah. my god. The, smoke, the smoker's voice, yeah. 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 Which normally that's kinda hot, you know what I'm saying? But not with Leia. Okay. Leia can't pull that off. I'm just shocked that you're so rich that you can afford your own fucking army, but yet you picked the worst outfit you could possibly wear. Like, I get that Leia's put on some weight over the years and everything else, but you don't wear coveralls with a vest and hope that you're still looking hot. She's actually lost (laughs) a lot of weight, considering what she looked like a year or two ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's the question. She pretty damn good. I I saw her at Celebration 5, and she was (laughs) thick. She was was, uh, my grandma's size, and my grandma used to only wear moo-moos, you know. And and it wasn't that awful, but she was thick. Yep, when you saw her from the slave outfit, I mean, it's just not even fair. No. Well, but that was also she called that time that period in her life torturous as George Lucas made her lose like thirty five pounds when she was a normal weighted woman so, to fit into that. So it's thing. not okay to be attracted to attractive women. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, it's not okay to say that thirty years later they might look slightly different. I'm just saying yeah, you that could you not could been kind to all of us. It still looks amazing. I don't hear nobody complaining about that. God. How do I get on a podcast that hates hot outfit. chicks? <laughs> we hate CGI and we hate hot chicks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she um she made out with some young guy like recently at like a con or something, like pulled him out of the crowd and like tongue kissed him and everything. Mm. Yeah. 
Nice, nice. I bet that tasted like an ashtray. (laughs) And I'm a a smoker. (laughs) I officially have my first on-air boner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so first time, uh, uh, so let's see, is this, so they found one part of the blueprints is that okay, right they, okay, here's so the they thing. Have... yeah they go back to the the rebel base or the, the resistance base and uh they, they get the part of the map out of bb8 and that's all they have and of course that's when they discover that r2d2 is in a space coma for reasons um <laughs> yeah why is he because left yeah he was trying to, he was apparently trying to access the from what i've been told because we did a whole episode on our podcast where, like, Jason found a website that explained all this junk, um, and I wasn't paying that much attention. But, uh, like, he had, like, gotten all this information from the Death Star back in episode four, and he was in a space coma to analyze it or access it or something. And when BB-8 goes up to him, BB-8 basically says in Droid Talk, hey, I've got this part of the map. Do you have the rest of it? And R2 basically keeps sleeping for another, what, 30 minutes and then finally wakes up at the end. So the R2, R2 had, like, what information did he have? He had, like, information of where, like, like uh, he had the rest of the map was or? They had, they had part of the he map the that showed, um, map. yeah, BB-8 had part of the map that showed where the last Jedi Temple or the first Jedi Temple, which okay. is where Luke was supposedly went to. Okay. And R2 had the rest of the galaxy map, I guess, and you just couldn't figure out from that one piece that BB-8 had, you couldn't figure out where it was yeah. in the galaxy. So yeah. the map was containing like Jedi temples and like Jedi uh, like things that the Empire was looking to hunt down. Yes, apparently, yeah, they were they were wiping out Jedi temples and they had like they were keeping tabs on them because yeah. Kylo Ren says that they know they have the other half of the map too. They just need that one chunk. Yeah, and and that was something in the plot synopsis that I didn't I didn't pick up from the movie is that the first order is just bent on finding Luke Skywalker because they feel he's the only one that might be it might be able to bring him down. I guess I didn't get that. I thought it, it to me it seemed more like Kylo's personal quest. Doesn't you say know, that the, the first order is looking for Luke. That we Does read it? an hour yeah, ago. Yeah, we read. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, stoners watching movies. How many bathroom breaks have you taken now? Yeah, it's like, have you gone for half the movie? <laughs> oh, yeah, it does says they will not rest. Yeah, it does, yeah. Walker, the <laughs> okay. You know what it is? It's the, it's the shitty Transformers fan in him. That's the <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much you make fun of me, I, I'm representing a demographic, a demographic <laughs> of people that don't pay attention. Okay, so so we have we have part of the map. Um, like you say, fucking R2D2 doesn't wake up. So now are we so now we're to the interrogation of Ray. Is that where we're at now? Roughly the same time as them yeah. formulating a they find out about Starkiller Base. That all kind of yeah, happens okay. around the same time. And I thought this was dope. This was the first time, you know, they've been they've been hinting at Ray being force sensitive. One, 
flying the Millennium Falcon through the Star Destroyers, you know, first time she's ever flown a ship that big, or we assume she's ever flown a ship that big, flying it like an ace pilot. Plus she's so we, into repairs, just like Anna yeah. was, you know, half genius. She was pretty much the same way. Exactly. So we've been getting hints, but this is the first time where she's fucking with a Force user, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Kylo Ren so, can't get into her head and figure out anything. And he starts yeah, figuring that was out nice that she. Scene. Yeah. So, uh, into her head, she gets into his. Yeah. 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 yeah I thought that was kind of cool. And you kind of see fear in his eyes a little bit at that point, too. Like, he was like, what the fuck? Like, you can see that had never happened to him before. So now to dive into, uh, just compare this real quick. We got to keep moving, but real quick to the Jason and Jaina thing. I, I've only audio booked a few of that fucking Legacy of the Force or whatever that nine book series was. Um, but wasn't that kind of the same thing? that Jason turns to the yeah. dark side because of his insecurities about how powerful Jaina is. Yeah. I, I don't know any of the details, but I know that Jason turns to the dark side and um, I think Jaina end up, ends up having to kill him. But yeah. yeah it, it's similar. The fuck are you guys talking about? Han and Leia's kids in the expanded universe that, that got erased. Oh, okay. The, the biggest, like, so Shit there was a bunch matter. Did that don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's but been it's erased. Suspiciously similar. There are there are similarities to stuff that actually made it into the movie, which is why it's kind of interesting. Okay, there we go. I thought it was interesting yeah, that... that Kylo's name was Ben. You know, like I, I never felt like a strong like relationship there between Han Solo, you know, or even like Leia and Ben. You know, but maybe there's just things you didn't know. You know, you haven't seen uh, that 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 he would be such a you know important person and then name their son after him. You know. I agree. I actually, I, I, you know, I thought that was a little weird. Like, like you could see, because in in the books, Luke, Luke and Mara's kid is named Ben, and that makes sense. Yeah, right. But in, yeah, in, like like Han wasn't particularly close to Kenobi, and Leia never knew him. Like it just it seemed weird that they would name their son Ben. Like that's like like naming it to honor your uncle who had a guy that he really liked. That's just like. It's weird to me. Maybe maybe Luke went like super dictator on him and was like, every male child will be named Ben from this point on. <laughs> yeah. Like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> How many people who had that Luke Skywalker's evil theory are, are feeling stupid now? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Luke Skywalker's Kylo Ren. That was going around. I'm not. <laughs> I'm that I thought that's what it was gonna. I I thought it was gonna be that, but I was like, that's way too obvious for J.J. Abrams. I'm, like, I'm it, it just... he becomes a hybrid, is what I'm hoping. Like, I'm hoping he he busts out some wicked shit. Well, like in the expanded universe, Luke goes both sides and and figures out how right. to do lightning and all that bullshit, and also stay as good as well. Yeah, because, yeah, he's the you know, only Jedi, of... I think, to ever go to the dark side and come back, right? I mean, nobody's ever yeah. done that, went to dark and came back. Well, Anakin kind of did in the end after he died, though, which yeah. I still don't understand yeah. how he killed children multiple times. Oh, my God, get over <laughs> it. 
<laughs> he's a child killer, all right? We then, fucking got that. And then they're like, oh, but finally, after 50 years of being a total cockbag, you threw an old <laughs> motherfucker over a, over the over the little fucking thing, you know. So, okay, you, you know what? Come back over here in our little hologram heaven. Come hang out. <laughs> he died. I mean, come on. It's, it's not like, you know, he got like a... a you know, a million dollars and got to live out with the honeys for the rest of his life in luxury. He, he got like, to be young again and, and, and hang out with the Jedi Masters. What's up with that? I didn't see Yoda killing no kids. I'm just saying. Sorry. All right. So, so next up. So, so Ray gets herself. She uses. Uh, uh, she realizes that she she has force powers. No, no, no. And and she's a quick she's, learner. She does the Jedi mind trick. Yeah, uh, and she does the Jedi mind trick. Um, but now this is the first time we see Snoke, right? No, this no, is... we saw Snoke way earlier. Yeah, yeah Snoke like, showed up a few okay. times beforehand. Oh, see, sorry, you guys should have interrupted me. But anyway, so, uh, okay, so she has gotten loose. Uh, we get to hey, see <laughs> Stormtrooper in that scene was played by Daniel Craig. Yep. I the one thing I did read, but of course I was probably stoned when I read it, so I don't remember it anymore. <laughs> is I did read like the eighteen most important cameos in this movie and it's uh like uh what is uh Shaun of the dead simon simon Pegg? Pegg. fuck yeah yeah he was the junk dealer yep um and and then daniel craig was the was that stormtrooper um but anyways uh so uh so she gets away. Kylo Ren throws a fit. Surprise, uh, surprise. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Just the two stormtroopers walking down the hall, and they like hear it, and they're like, yeah, no. Yeah, they just turn around <laughs> and fuck off and leave. <laughs> That's what I mean by the comes from the characters, you know? It's like they just like, like okay, let's, let's go this way. This is a good way to go. Yeah, I got to say, even though I didn't really like the execution of his little tantrums, I love the fact that someone on the dark side is fucking bipolar as fuck. Like, yeah. he's not subtle like Anakin was, where he's like, well, you know, he just goes he just, off and He pouts. just doesn't, Obi just doesn't understand me. I don't know what yeah. to do. Like, this dude is like, raw, breaking shit, raw. <laughs> he like, I do like that. Mind. I do like that because, you know, like, that's an important thing because, you know, that can either really hinder him or it can make him batshit super powerful later on. Yeah, it just it just goes to show you he's not in full control of himself. Yeah, because yeah. he's obviously he he's has... immature. He's young. He's just, you know he's like yeah. a school rat in a sense. You know, because it's been shown that he has significant power with the mind yeah. control and stopping lasers, which yeah. I don't remember seeing that other than you know like I you know I know Yoda stopped big giant fucking structures from falling on people and things of that nature, but you know shit actually getting shot like that usually gets deflected by a lightsaber, and he just straight up yoked it up out of the air and shot it away on a delayed reaction. Yeah, that was fucking so, awesome. Like that so was now my it's like, scenes. now you mix in the fact that he's a total fucking nut job. And I'm like, yes, this dude has potential. <laughs> the second time he, he throws the, he throws the temper tantrum and the two stormtroopers are walking down the hall. Yeah. And he's like all the sparks find out. They just stop and just turn around and start walking back the other way. I thought that was funny. 
Yeah, that was a good one. That was a yeah. good comedy moment. <laughs> well, even the part where Chewbacca's getting patched up and he's going off and the chick's like, oh, yeah, you're a hero. Oh, you, you sound pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, you must be really yeah. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like I say, I think the cool thing, too, about the uh, stopping the actual bolt, uh, laser bolt, was uh, it didn't require his direct focus the entire time. Yeah. Like, he stopped the bolt, then he turned around and started talking to people and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and then the it walked away, and then as he's, like, halfway back to the ship, it shoots off. Yeah, it finally fires, yeah, so. All right, so we get to uh, the Battle of Starkiller Base, as Wikipedia puts it here. Um, so now they're attacking a Death Star, just like a New Hope here. Yeah. Um, granted, it's a planet not a moon-sized death star it's a planet-sized death star this time um snow i'm a big fan of snow here in colorado it's it's one of my focuses of all my toys gi joe star wars there's only been a couple snow transformers but uh and, and only a couple snow masters of the universe but it's a focus so i'm excited to see snow on this planet um let's see uh okay so this is where i'm getting cloudy uh vern <laughs> as being another two-timer you you're another two-timer can you uh walk us through what happens well, here you as have they a start scene the- where they they basically jump um i think they're coming out of the base and they're they basically jump the light speed <laughs> and they to do to 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 get into the planet they have to ride real low so you see them like come in the light speed like in the middle of the and they come out of light speed they're like in the middle of the forest and you have that scene where they're crashing through the trees and then the Falcon like hits the snow and it skips like goes all the way down to the end, almost goes over to cliff. And uh, that's when they get out and they proceed to uh, the, the, you know, the base itself where they're going to, you know, set the bombs. And you have that that funny scene before they get in where uh, Finn reveals to Han that he was in sanitation. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really know how to disable the weapons. And, uh, and, and Finn says to him. Well, you know, we can just use the force. And Han says, that's not how you use the force, you know. <laughs> and uh, it, the, fir- the first time I saw it, I didn't catch the, che- like the, the, the little banter between him and Chewbacca because everybody was laughing so loudly. But when he says that, uh, like Chewbacca makes some noises and Han looks back at him. He goes, he goes, you're cold. You know what I mean? Or something yeah. like that. that was <laughs> He's talking about his fur. <laughs> yeah, and also notice that... Uh the plan in this movie is the same as every other one, which is mm-hmm. yeah. shut down the shields Take and hit shield a specific down. target point that yep. magically is unguarded yep. and it will blow up the planet. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. And somehow it still doesn't get old. <laughs> yeah. So they, they get in, yeah. they get into the base and they're looking for Ray and uh, you know, they're walking around and then they see Han Caesar crawling up like, you know, the side of, of I guess the, the inside of the, building or wherever the hell she's at and um as they as they go meet up with her i think they kind of split up him and chewbacca go to set the bombs and that's when you get the scene where he sees kylo ren walking down across the catwalk and han follows him out there and yells his name yeah ben and the first time i saw it i thought he yelled side somewhere at that point 
What's that? Finn and Ray had gone outside somewhere at that point. Yeah, they had left and went outside. When Han and Kylo meet towards the bridge, one of that's the, right. You're the right because visual, they leave. You're really right. Nice they leave and they, they're like, we have these bombs. Let we might as well help them out. So they come. They go back. Yeah, and set, set the bombs. Yeah, you're right. One of, yep. the, one of my favorite scenes visually was they open that top door, like when I guess what you would call the rafters. And it starts shining in the light, and the wind starts blowing in across the bridge of them meeting. Mm-hmm. That was a nice touch, I thought. Yeah, because you know everything is dark, and then that little sliver of light turns into like the you know it becomes more significant as the paths are crossing towards each other. That was right. pretty slick. Yeah, and and the I also noticed too, like when you know uh, Kylo Ren and Han are having their you know their talk. They show because now they only had like, I don't know, five minutes left before the sun, you know, they absorbed all the energy from the sun to to shoot that weapon off. Mm -hmm. And the critical scene between them two, it basically ends right as that sun loses darkness. So I I almost wonder if Kylo was like he could see that, you know, and was just waiting until that moment to where he knew that weapon would be fully charged, you know, where, you know, he. uh decided to kill his father you know it was like it, it all happened at the same time almost yeah i saw it more like he was wrestling with whether he wanted to to let you know to come back or not because he kind of he he legitimately seems to be handing over his lightsaber yeah yes and does. then that last bit of light goes out and you just see this look on his face like no if he's made up his mind right yes yeah. i think he had his, his mind made up before that though and the reason i say that is because he goes through his little spiel and then at the very end, he again, for at least the second time, well, he doesn't specifically say this phrase, but he says, will you help me? Yeah. And oh, he, he says, thank already, you for, basically thank you. asked him that in a whole bunch of dialogue prior to that. And then he asks again, it was like he needed either the delay or maybe he was wrestling, but he, he needed the confirmation that he was really betraying someone's word. You know, because a big thing for Anakin was that he had to absorb all this power from evil deeds. You know, he kept getting sold on the idea that, well, you need to do all these horrible things to get more power. So it was almost like, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, maybe he really needed to hear that to really get that boost. Like, yeah, I'm totally going to fuck this dude's world up. You know what I mean? Like, he wanted to really sell him, even though he knew he was going to kill him. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, like, yeah, I knew he was walking into it. Yeah, well, you watch a scene back on the other planet when Leia's like, please bring our son back. The look mm-hmm. on his face is like, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna, no, but seriously, it's like, he's like, I, I'm going to do this for her, and it's not going to work out, and I'm going to die. Like, you can just tell that he's walking to his doom. Yeah. And he still tries. He walked to Kylo Ren. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Well, Ford so that... Like, like Ford, Ford earned his money on this film, frankly. Oh, yeah, I he think. definitely did. He, he was... He's perfect as far as I'm concerned. He was Han Solo up and down. So that just calls back to A New Hope then where Obi-Wan pretty much sacrificed himself to show Luke how evil Darth Vader is. Like to fucking turn Luke against Vader that that strongly. So are are we saying that that this is kind of – Mirroring that? Okay, so you're not saying Obi-Wan has Han no is, is, is like a line of stormtroopers between him and the... himself. What? 
there's a lot of stormtroopers between Obi-Wan and the Falcon. He's not getting back on that ship, and he knows that. Yeah, yeah, but, but in, so he could, new, he could try to fight and do Luke. all this as Luke ran. Yeah, he looked but right instead, and timed that exactly so that he knew Luke would be able to see it clearly. So is Han doing the same thing? Is Han saying he knows he's fucked? Or does he really truly think that that Ben could still turn? No, he knew Ben was going to turn because if you look at them and they're, they have, they show the lightsaber with both their hands on it, mm-hmm. Ben is pulling it back towards him and hands pulling it towards him. Mm-hmm. So he's already – like he knows that he's he's done. Yeah. Yeah. And he it's wants like him like to either – There's like a 0.10% chance that, 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 Ren's gonna, that Ben's going to turn back. And Han yeah. knows that the, odd, the odds are against him and – but he still is his son. He right. still yeah. has to try. It's his son. And you see, there could just... be significance too with Ray because he knows Ray's watching because the light came out and the door was open. Mm-hmm. And so this could be hearkening back to the Obi-Wan scene where he, you know, the witness. And even if it's not as premeditated as it was with Obi-Wan, it might tie in in the fact that if Ren or I'm sorry, Ray is somehow related or connected that, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, revisiting that scene again to where the sibling or you know what like the you know like the offspring sees you know his dad yeah because we still don't so now we're now we're close enough we still so this was the thing i brought up at the beginning so ray is not the sister right we're saying she is definitely luke's daughter or, yeah, she's got to be Luke's kid, man. She acts too much like. Yeah, Luke but not why? Why does she have to be Luke's kid? This is I'm not saying definitely, question. but I'm saying the odds are probably. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I'm Fact. see to me. I think I think she's Kylo Ren's sister because just in real life, uh, having twins is a hereditary thing. You know that runs in families. You know, like if then how come nobody oh, knew she was? Like how come? Yeah, how did Leia not know like, she had twins? Yeah. Yeah, Leia is also force sensitive too. I, I think she would have felt her own daughter when they had that embrace. Yeah, know? exactly. She would have known yeah, that. But right. Part of the whole yeah. thing of Star Wars is they keep that shit a secret to protect the children from her, from themselves. So, yeah, well, yeah, but if they don't well, want to let her know, because if she doesn't know she has this power, then she's not going to try to get involved in a way that would make her try to use it without knowing how. Yeah, but yeah. at that point, we already knew she had power. Like she didn't want the not power. The first that was time her whole she thing. Met Leia. No, but the last time she met Leia before she left, she she was full on because she had a, that epic duel with uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And she was pretty much jazzed up with force by then. Well, you know what? I'm going to think this for reasons. Okay. okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just going to hope because I want to see some brother okay. sister ass kicking. I'm just saying, I think so Leia would know if she had twins. She was there. So <laughs> they came out of her. That mothers kind of are aware of is, is how many yeah. kids they reached out. So. Well, and what everybody's saying is she's she's purposely not revealing that that I, she I, could. Yeah, be I get her that. Dad. Also, but keep in mind. Didn't, and I Vader, didn't, mean didn't he not know that he had twins? So when he was around Leia, he didn't know that she was his daughter. It, oh, well, he wasn't Pat there during. Her. Had twins. Like Pat, we're, we're saying a mother will know twins, but. A father that's not there won't know he has. Yeah, what if somebody knocked that bitch out, man? 
Remember <laughs> yeah. had the thing about Han Solo? You think Han Solo is a father to you? He will only disappoint you. He he was there enough that that Kylo hated his dad. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Well, it was it was, uh, and I guess I'm only going by Wikipedia here is that they say that uh, Kylo turning to the dark side is what broke up Leia and Han. And That's made him go sad. back to it. That's what smugglers. it alludes to. Yeah, they allude to that yeah. movie. It's, it's that they couldn't handle what happened, and they kind of fell back into their own patterns and split apart. Yeah, right. Because she said, yeah. she he said, I did what I know best, and she said I did the same thing. So basically, he went back yeah. to smuggling, and she went back to politics. Exactly. And, and I know it doesn't right. really mean anything, but there is a ten-year difference between um, um, Adam Driver and uh, Daisy Ridley. So. Hmm. Age wise. Interesting. In, in, in real life or actually in the movie like uh line. And I, I again that I mean that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but he's 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 about ten years older than she is in real okay. life. All right, I, uh, wow. I, he definitely looks like a young kid. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he's got I was that like, what is this kid like fifteen? Christ. <laughs> yeah, he looked mad young. Mad uh, <laughs> He said mad young. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, when he took his helmet off and would throw his helmet down, the damn thing sounded like it weighed 50 pounds. <laughs> as, yeah. as skinny as he is, I was like, how the hell is he? Well, he probably has his, his braces and his headgear all built in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when he throws the helmet down the catwalk, it sounds like he threw a cannonball down, you know? <laughs> and it makes... So the, the one fucking meme I can't get out of my head that I've seen since this, and I, because I've been on vacation, I, I'm only on socials like when I'm at work to burn time. Uh, when I'm on vacation, I'm not on the socials at all. The one meme I've seen in the last week since I've seen the movie was the fucking grandma's boy. Yes. The, the bad guy. Yes. You're welcome. Boy, like, they're comparing him, Kylo Ren, to that guy, and I can't get it out of my fucking yeah, mind. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I do not understand it because I don't – explain that to me. I don't under, I've never seen that movie. All right, so, so that, this cat in Grandma's Boy – all right, uh, you know, that's a video game company, right? And he got hired as a prodigy that was like, you know, he built – he made the most successful video game of the time or whatever – so, when he was 16 yeah, he, or something like so he, that. He's, he's a cocky piece of shit. He thinks he's hot shit, you know, whatever. And he's always walking around, like, dressed like Neo from the Matrix or some shit. <laughs> he's like, like, like a robot. And he's, like, real super emotional. So, like, he'll say something and he'll be like... He was like, yeah, well, uh, you know, I I made fifty million dollars when I was only sixteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> but he's friends with him. No one laughs at his jokes with him and shit like that. But he has his trench coat, man. It's so classic because he'll hide out in the hallway and he'll cover his face and his leg with the fucking jacket. And then somebody will be like, he he, what, "What are you?" He's invisible. Yeah, he thinks he's invisible. And then people will be like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Uh, was, I gotta see this movie. Is it, it on Netflix? Do you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen no, Grandma's I've never, I've boy, never heard of it. Oh God! He pulls his collar down and he's like, "How can they see me?" <laughs> How old is this movie? It's like 10, 15 years old almost. Really? Yeah, it's it's Happy Madison. And, oh, okay, all right. And granted, well, some people it. it's classic. Yeah. It's, some people aren't happy Madison fans. I'm a happy Madison fanboy, so you have to take it with a grain of salt. But it is it is an amazing 
amazing geek culture fucking movie. Nick's they have the, a they have a dance dance revolution. Oh, dance that was awesome! He's like, yeah, let's play, guys. I've never played this hilarious. game before. <laughs> What's high school? What's that mean? Did I break it? <laughs> hey, okay. So anyway, we do a grandma's <laughs> episode next week. It'll just be me and Vern. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so attack on so the X wings are failing. They've gone into the base. They've set some well placed explosions that are going to blow up this planet. We've seen Han die, uh, saber through the chest, thrown over a bottomless pit. The, whatever the, the part where he grabs his face as he falls. That's what that's what choked me up a little bit. Oh, see, yeah, I really? thought that was cheese ball. Oh, man, I, I looked over, my daughter's falling, man. Really? Yes, yeah, she was crying, I looked over her, she had tears coming out of her eyes. I was like, that's my kid. No, Chewbacca crying. And how? Yeah, Chewbacca <laughs> going, ah! See, that's what got yeah. me, is the reaction yeah. from Ray and Chewbacca and, well, and Finn. Well, when Chewbacca shoots him, you know, you think to yourself, like, when... You know, obviously, when he was a baby, I'm sure Chewie was involved in his life. You know, I mean, he probably, you know, babysat for him, shit, you know, crazy. Yeah, exactly. And for him to shoot. He's Uncle Chewie, you know, to a certain point. But but my thing, too, is like, you seen how powerful, like, his blaster was. Chewie's blaster was a whole movie. And he hit him in the side, and it barely even moved Ren. So it's pretty strong. Maybe maybe he didn't hold the trigger long enough. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't charge up enough. Yeah, I think that was I a plot in driving nuts thing. when I first saw the bolt hit him. Yeah. So so we've got Han dead, um, and now uh, so this is another gray part. I'll call it a green part on <laughs> on my end. <laughs> so Han is dead. How do we get? to Ray and Kylo running outside in the forest. They run uh, outside, Dave. and there's a forest. <laughs> they walk right back out the door. <laughs> yeah, they go right back out the door, dude, and they take off. Which is mostly yeah, they're, because well, they're I think... Back to the because it's didn't the everybody stop the... when, they, when they saw Han and Kylo on the bridge, and then soldiers came up after the confrontation? Yeah. So well, then they, they had to. They had like to detonated the detonators to start the too. Yeah, so they had to run out. Yep. Yeah. Go. Okay. So the detonators that are helping the X Wings destroy Starkiller Base are going off. They're running. So, uh, so this is where we get the infamous scene with Kylo and Finn, right? So yep. Finn thinks he's going to take out Kylo with Kylo his lightsaber. Uh, knocks out Ray. Like flings her up against a tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He force, he force pushes push, her. Bitch slapped the piss out of that girl. <laughs> yeah, she got blocked up on that tree. All right, so uh, Dave, why don't you why don't you walk us through this this last part here? I mean, it's, it's there. There's the big lightsaber battle. Finn. Uh, my argument is, I, I I take it that Finn really is sort of being toyed with. That Ray is kind of toying with Finn because because Finn's been a pain in his butt the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's just like letting him swing the sword and stumble around. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally gets bored with it and he gets in a couple of hits, but, and I also love that there's that moment with the cross guard where he's like digging the cross guard into Finn's shoulder. And yeah. I'm like, all you people who bitched about the cross guard, mm-hmm. like you think it's stupid now, 
Yeah, yeah, I like but, uh, that part too. He, yeah. he basically he's it's, he's clearly in control of the whole fight and takes Finn down pretty hard. He, he he was definitely like playing Nintendo with a game genie on that guy. You know, like he was just letting shit happen just to see what happened, but he knew he had that code and he could moon jump over the flag. <laughs> yeah. he, so the lightsaber gets knocked away, and so he tries to like use the force to grab it because he knows it's Anakin's lightsaber for reasons. And um, Ray manages, Ray wakes up and manages to, to grab it instead. Um, so then they fight. It with. With the force, so this is the yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. I, I said two tiers. One was Han and Leia. Second tier was uh, force pull of the lightsaber into Ray's hand. That was the second and tier. And then I think the important part of that was didn't it fling past Finn? So at first you think he's getting it. No, it flew past no, no, it's pretty clearly between. Or is like, it backwards? You, it, it, it's Kylo, and you think, oh, he got it, and then he like, like it goes right past him. He's like, what? Okay, and it flies. Gotcha. Yeah, then Kylo Ren looks like he's about to shit his pants because it flew past him <laughs> and went to her. <laughs> so they they fight, and again, it he's pretty clearly in control for for the early part of the fight, and then. But then she like, gets a good like, shot in, and all of a sudden, it's a whole different story. Yeah, well, what side, he's bleeding, and he keeps reaching his side to like, I guess anger himself more or whatever, you know, and you can see that he's injured because you see blood dripping down. Yeah, he's Johnny Manziel for a little bit. <laughs> Which, no blood with a lightsaber. Lightsabers cauterize wounds. No, he so... got shot. That's Chewie's shot. Ball that, that oh, I see. Okay. okay. Um, the point being that she she's kind of on the losing end until she closes her eyes and she kind of, you know, the music swells dramatically. And she and becomes she relaxes. like, yeah, she relaxes and she lets the force in instead of fighting it. And then she pretty much takes him to town. Yeah. Isn't it the part, Dave, where he says to her, he says, you need a teacher or something like yeah. that. And yeah, he's like, I can train out. you. And they, yeah. had, they had locked lightsabers like they were yeah. locked up when she, you know, started meditating and shit. Did she take his hand off? No, no. <laughs> Sad, I, know. Like she did I was surprised that she... I lost a hand. Yeah. Wow. Like that, she that two hits two then she cut him across shit. the leg and then get him in the shoulder. Because I know he a couple times, but nothing fell off. He got him like he has a big slash on his face. Yeah, she got him on the yep, right across his face. But, yep. but he did not lose the hand. I trust me. The second time, I was looking for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I swear I thought he lost his hand. The first time I, I was like, no, because because it's Star Wars. He has to have lost a limb. It ain't Star Wars yeah. until someone <laughs> leaving this theater. Until someone loses a limb. Yeah. How, <laughs> ma how mad is he going to be in the next movie that he didn't get every one of his limbs cut off? <laughs> yeah, no I'll never be as good as Just grandfather. Like his <laughs> you. He's like, I killed my own father and I still don't feel as bad as Darth Vader. Somebody cut my fucking legs off. <laughs> Let me do this right. <laughs> High ground. And then burn my body. All right, you know, I'm going to spoil episode nine. It's going to be the last supper and Chewbacca is going to be eating the limbs of Kylo Ren. Maybe it'll be Kylo and Ray's kid that he's eating. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make you happy. Yeah, it'll be breakfast sandwiches for Chewie. <laughs> So here's a description in Wikipedia that I didn't notice on here, but it says uh, 
uh, Ray and Ren continue fighting. Ren initially to overpower, uh, and Ren initially held the advantage. However, by calling on the Force, Ray was able to overpower Ren and deal him a severe wound while breaking his lightsaber. Did you guys catch her breaking his yeah. lightsaber? Yeah, like dug it into the ground and it was like dragging like across the snow. Huh. Yeah, I don't remember getting like broken. He was, he was like doing that on purpose. Yeah. It might he be why we thought he lost the shit fit and he started digging shit out. It was I I thought he was trying to dig a hole like cartoon style. Like he was going <laughs> to dig a hole and trick her into jumping on the spot and she'd fall through. But I don't remember it actually breaking. <laughs> I thought yeah, I like for his hand. <laughs> she clearly had the upper hand at that point. Like she could have killed him if she wanted to, you know. She beat him, and then the the ground splits between them. Yeah. yeah so the planet starts. The planet starts blowing up. Uh, or not Han, Chewbacca, Chewbacca and Finn, or not Chewbacca and Finn. What happens Chewbacca, is she, right? she sent down, she... and then all of a sudden the Falcon rises up over the ridge because Chewie's flying it. So it, it implies they get on the Falcon. Yeah. Okay. So so they lift off, and then now is it now that they're able to piece together the map? No, you go and to where well, you, go, you go to Snoke, and he tells them to grab Kylo, and uh, he needs to finish his training or something like that. Yeah, he's ready yeah, for he's the last one more part. of his training. Mm-hmm. His last part, yeah. Ah, interesting. I totally forgot about that. All right, so we have another phase of Kylo's training. And then how do we get – so the next thing I – the next well, thing get back, I remember, They get back to the base, the resistance base, okay. and for reasons, R2-D2 finally wakes up and shows oh, off the rest uh, of the map. So they piece the map together, and now who all is headed? Fuck you. What? Literally the moment when I said to the movie, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's three is three PO R2, Chewbacca, and Ray end up going. No, three PO doesn't come along. Three PO stays behind at the base. Because like I said, you see him waving goodbye with a golden arm. Yeah. Um, right, okay. Oh, okay, okay. And I didn't snap about that either, that he no longer had the red arm. I didn't either until the second time. And um huh. But yeah, Ray, Chewbacca, and R2 use the map that they've conveniently now put together to track down the, Luke's last location, which is an island in, in um, Ireland. Um, yeah. <laughs> then they go and shoot the next YouTube video. <laughs> and basically, she climbs a thousand steps, which is kind of a like it's almost like a traditional Eastern uh, element, you know, this, the, the climbing of steps to the master thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she sees it's, a dude, it's, it's probably best portrayed in Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more Kill Bill, but whatever. Before your yeah, hey. Oh, actually, you know what? I wanted to bring up that that snow fight was second only to the Kill Bill with uh, Lucy Liu. That's true. Uh, that was epic. Because that, that, that was too beautiful. The, the Kylo and Ray fight was good, but. Quentin Tarantino still wins that one. I got to give him that. Wow. Yeah, the the simple fact that that's on like a rooftop Zen garden 
thing was just absolutely gorgeous. Just, yeah, the whole yeah, that was just one of the that's actually one of the most beautiful movie scenes I've ever seen in my life. Just the whole yeah. look and feel of it, and then the violence that comes out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seeing a true bloody scalp and a brain on the on the snow. Uh, all right, so last scene, I was hoping to God this wasn't, when I saw him flying off in the Millennium Falcon, I thought this was one of those, like, ah, oh, fuck, do we have a half an hour left of this fucking movie? <laughs> like, I literally didn't think it was going to end there. But thank God, it ends with a bearded Mark Hamill, and, and I man. even... I was going to say, I didn't even notice when he pulled back his cloak. Did he have that big, clunky... No, like... but he had like, this weird uh, like exoskeleton hand. He had the same hand that uh, was in the, in the scene where she had the flashback where he touched R2's head. No, so he had it a was different a hand. Big... Oh, he did? Yeah, it was like a more robotic, like a Terminator hand. Okay. It looked cool either way. <laughs> yeah, it looked cool. Yeah. Dave, are, yes? can you confirm... Is um, it is I, it Terminator I, I, or is it uh nineteen fifty? It looked different. It looked different from the one in the trailer. Um, Did it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, and and so that's what I, because that's what I that's what I was always curious about with the trailer was you know it, uh, end of Empire Strikes Back he has this super futuristic looks like a perfect human hand, mm-hmm. but the trailer he has you know nineteen fifty. No, because they get damaged in Return of the Jedi. And he looks yeah, at it and sees the wires. And I think that he went with a more deliberately robotic hand so that he would kind of know. Never you know I mean? forget. So he would never forget. remember his hand was gone. No, but I mean, like the hand was so perfect and normal and looked, look, you know, and, and he was losing a part of his humanity, but he didn't realize it because the hand looked like it was a real normal hand. Ah, interesting. Interesting. My, is my theory what is mine? <laughs> Copyright. Dave Draper, two thousand. Here's the thing, you guys. Did you guys catch where he was standing? No. There's a grave marker. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, who was that? Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I don't know. My, my my theory is it's Ray's mom. Mar, Mar- Jade. Well, it's Mar- Jade. But did did you guys notice when she was walking up the steps, like midway, she stopped and she looked down. It looked like there was a box on the ground. Like some yeah. type, some type of box. I was, I'm I'm curious, just you know, if anybody has any like what that could be or what you no. might have thought it was. Lightsaber? I don't know, but she like stops and looks down and looks at it, and then just starts continuing her way up. I, I, I thought that was like his camp. Like like my okay. impression was that was Luke's camp where he's actually staying. Okay. And he's all teary and shit on when he pulls down his hood and sees her with holding out the lightsaber. Or is that because of wind? He was, was he crying? I thought he just... Looked like that's, he was what crying I, that's what I couldn't remember. I thought he was, was just being a little reaction. Like, he was just he like, like Just the leaf in it, to me. Like, he was just a little, like, taken, like, like you know. Yeah. Couldn't Does anybody else hope that he, he pulled out the light? Was, was anybody else he, hoping he would grab the lightsaber and cut her head off? She was a child, so he might as well. Right? Right? I'm just saying, like, I was like, man, that would be the most batshit crazy ending of all time. <laughs> like, he, no words, just here's your lightsaber, <laughs> and he's like, sweet. <laughs> and then you just watch her head bounce back down those stairs. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he kicks the body somewhere. <laughs> head, head rolls all the way down, just bumps into R2 at the bottom of the steps. Yeah. <laughs> then Chewbacca does that. Like, oh, do you think Ray could have survived that? <laughs> <laughs> you think, do you think she's in a, in a bed next to Han Solo? She survived that? <laughs> what did you think of the end scene, like with the helicopter like view where it kind of went up and scoped around? That was that definitely was a different much. ending for Star Wars. Yeah, that was too much. Well, what I didn't like is, like you say, this supposedly is where he lives. What I didn't like is it seemed like there was nothing on that sliver, at least. Yeah, so is he jumping around, just like Is he jumping sliver to sliver, and on one of these slivers, there's his house or something? Yeah, but wasn't it to the right? There was like a little like rock formation, like a small one that had like a what looked like an opening. So it could have been building, like, yeah, yeah, like on uh, what was it, Tatooine or whatever, where all you see is this little tiny igloo hole, but then it goes underground and there's like a big opening and, and there's, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it could be like, yeah, that. I could, I could see because you obviously wouldn't want the planet if it was scanned with, you know, human technology like a satellite. You wouldn't want it to show up on images. So yeah, I could see that. He's living off uh, the grid, man. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just him and his robotic hand. That's the only thing he's got that's mechanical. All right. I don't want to get into any conjecture about what the next movie is going to be. Uh, but let's just finish with, okay, so, so one, let's give your opinion of this movie. Uh, maybe a thing you hate, maybe a thing you love. <laughs> Two or three of those things, and then I'm surprised my mic is. I'm surprised my mic is that good. <laughs> um, but then uh, let's go around the table, and I just want to hear your thoughts about. All right, so next year a spinoff movie. Year after that, another sequel, another spinoff movie, another sequel. Oh. Seeing what this craze has been, I am I'm personally sick of seeing Star Wars shit in stores. I am. Wait, did you say there's going to be spinoffs in between sequels? I would say it, but I yeah. feel the same yeah. way. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's like every Han okay. Solo and a Boba Fett one. Oh. Okay, so that's, like, so that's really happening. So that's really of, happening. Yeah, that's yeah. really happening, dude. Oh, that's God. that's the plan. Han Solo is really happening. New Star Wars movies for the next twenty years is what Disney has been quoted saying. Yeah, I mean they're talking about so, episode ten, eleven, and twelve, right? I mean after seven, eight, nine. Come on, man. <laughs> so we'll leave our Star Wars guy to last. So Dave, you'll okay. you'll get uh, final say in this. I'll go first, and then I'll I'll walk us around. So. Um, great movie, like not, you know, obviously, and, and they, in my opinion, shouldn't ever be like, you know, uh, uh, movies in the top 10 of all movie history. Um, but really great movie, better than, better than most of the Avengers movies or any other big blockbusters put out by the same uh, studio um, better than that. But again, 
I, I have much more invested in them. Again, didn't like, uh, didn't like so much of the comedy. I wish it would have been toned down a little bit. Dave, you had a great point with that. At least it's character based. It's not dick and fart jokes like fucking episode one was. Um, episode one had dick and fart jokes. <laughs> fart jokes. Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah, Bart and Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And he was a dick, so everybody thought he was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, again, I agree with Dave. Uh, way too many questions. Like, uh, I think it was Mike was saying that they had kind of, they, they better summed up things they left a few cliffhangers in the original trilogy movie to movie but not this like holy fuck we don't have many answers at all you know we have a couple we have a couple important answers we know who kylo ren is you know that kind of stuff um but uh kills old people (laughs) (laughs) vader was the the pedo killer and now Kylo is <laughs> Kylo's the geriatric assassin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, great movie. Now we are a toy podcast. So just a, a quick thought about toys. I really fucking hate that. There are so many fake and non-important character toys out there. I mean, granted, I think you have to do it as Hasbro, to have a full release, you know, multiple waves of multiple sizes of vehicles and all this kind of shit. But it's a really annoying that, um, and thank God I didn't buy any of these toys that didn't show up in the, in the movie. I know it's supposed uh, to go last, but, but can I jump in here real quick? <laughs> no, you must save your comments. Uh, no, of course, of course. Like, Dave, dude, please. that's what Star Wars is. Star Wars has always been like the secondary, like the toys have always had the secondary characters, the guys that like, like I never saw Snaggletooth for years until I think Sci-Fi Channel had a letterboxed edition of the movie, and you're like, there he is, he's in the movie. Oh, like, because I, he I, was out of the pan and scan. He was out of the pan and scan. I <laughs> I love that about. Uh, in fact, I hate. That most toy lines now are just, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, maybe Black Widow if you're lucky. You know, I I love that Star Wars still got the stupid, obscure characters. I mean, Constable Zuvio wasn't even in the film, and he got a four-inch and a Black Series figure, and nobody can find him in the movie. That's what I was going to say. That. That, that was my next question. It was like, did anybody see this fucking constable nope. fuck in this movie? <laughs> Nope. Uh, so hopefully it'll be in the second one. But uh, so I'm excited, but I am I. Uh, oh God! Like I don't even want to see what these spinoffs are gonna do. Now, one year from now, do you realize the Force Awakens craziness started happening this time last year? So I mean. Do we really need a whole nother year of Star Wars, a new movie? Um, so I, I'm really not looking forward to that. I, I think I would rather them just do a sequel every two years and then start spinning stuff off. But 
that's obviously not going to happen. Um, I am kind of interesting about, is it Rogue One? Is that the title? Or... Yeah, Rogue One's the next one. Yeah. So I am kind of curious about that, how they're going to take it, because this one still had the kid appeal to it. I'm really curious to see how dark they take a Star Wars movie. So um, my thoughts, because uh, uh, we're going to save Dave for last, I'm going Skype order. Vern, you're next. Um, I love the movie. Uh, first time I saw it, uh, I tried to stay as spoiler-free as I could, so there was a lot of surprises in there for me. And I think like the first time I saw it, I was kind of wide-eyed and didn't pick up a lot of stuff. The second time I saw it, I liked the movie even more. Um, I liked Kylo Ren more the second time. I liked uh, Poe Poe the second time. The, this the the scenes with him flying his X-wing, you know, I love planes and jets and stuff. And like he was just amazing. Um, you know, the movie has its flaws. It's not you know the perfect movie, but compared to what we got with the prequels, um, you know, to me it's far and beyond better than anything that those you know prequels had put out. Um, and the fact that it was a new story, you know, with the prequels, we knew. Uh, we knew the storyline, you know, we knew who was going to thrive, you know, Obi-Wan was going to live to be old and, you know, who Anakin was going to turn into Vader with this whole new story, whole new set of characters. But we didn't know how he was going to turn into Vader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for the future holds. Um, I know in episode eight, they have cast uh, Benicia Del Toro as, as, I think, a villain in that movie. I love him. I'm really interested to see who he is. Will he be the tr- Kylo Ren's? trainer i mean who knows it's just speculation on my part but um i agree with jason uh the 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 merchandising um has has gotten to a point where i'm just sick of seeing it but you know what you get what you asked for there was a year or so ago there was nothing or two years ago there was nothing star wars really coming out no figures no nothing so now we have a you know so much of it but um all in all you know i love the movie you know I would I would go see it another five times as, as you know I'd give it a nine out of a ten out of, you know out of my book but um, you know other than that I, I I'm looking forward to Rogue One I'm looking forward to the episode eight but I just hope that they don't burn the franchise out you know and in five years everybody's just like oh I don't want to see Star Wars you know but I feel like it's like anything else as long as it makes money they're gonna keep making them so yeah Vern uh, had a good post on on the team page. Is that as a? Did you say as of today? Yeah, it's it was made one billion dollars. One billion dollars, fastest movie ever to do that, and uh, you know, it, and it's it's the acquisition of Lucasfilm, um, not even in just movie history, but we'll probably get down in, in, in business history as the biggest bargain ever because they're saying with the marketing, because if you look at this movie, they've marketed it to you know Dodge and car companies, and I mean any. It's everywhere. You know, Dora sell, you know, they say Nixon watches. Yeah. Nixon watches, you know, <laughs> who is known for like surf and skateboarding and stuff. But they, you know, they got in this, well, Santa Cruz skateboards is doing a whole line of star Wars boards too. But, um, you know, it's, they're saying that they, that they made up, they may make, may make $7 billion off of this first movie. So that's $3 billion profit, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. already with the first movie. It's, it's just astonishing to me, but Good for them. <laughs> All right, Mike, what's your thought? Or sorry, Swage. All right, I got a. Uh, overall, I I was happy with the movie after I saw it. Like walking out of the theater, I had a lot of gripes, but I still enjoyed it. And 
especially after doing this show, I'm a lot less angry about some of the gripes I have. <laughs> because, I, would, I would say the same thing. Dave you know, because, has enlightened me on a lot of things. You know, like there's some stuff that I didn't really see as significant as it really was, but I still have a couple. I do still have my, my gripes though. So we have the recycling factor kind of bugs me, but it's part of the, you know, it's part of the, the, the tradition, um, you know, like, and then like with the humor, you know, some of the new dialogue I wasn't really that into. Um, of course, now that, you know, I'm supposed to talk, I can't think of a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> but actually, one thing I did forget to mention that actually really bugged the piss out of me is that, what's that guy? The uh, He was the military guy. General Hux. General Hux. Hux. All right. So my friend Jermaine, uh, over from over at Acme Comics... Uh, I went back and forth with him about this guy because he didn't like Hux as a character because he felt the actor portrayed him incorrectly. I didn't like Hux in the sense that who is this motherfucker to smart off to this super badass dark side motherfucker, right? Because I remember before I started going back and watching the other movies, you didn't mouth off to a Sith and get away with it. Well, this, unless you were Tarkin. Tarkin. Yeah, Tarkin. Yeah. Tarkin. Yeah. yeah. He Tarkin off the Vader, Vader. but he, he ordered him around. Yeah. But, right. But at the same time, in the same room with him, in what I want to say, A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Someone else smarts off and he gets choked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then Tarkin calls him off. Right. But like, the, here's the thing, though, is that by then, Vader had established himself. You know, if you watch the prequels, he'd established himself as basically a pawn in the political side of things for Palpatine. But this guy is like way over the top about the shit. And I'm like, okay, if this kid is so bipolar and so outrageous, how has he not cut this motherfucker's hands off or some shit? That like that just really irked me that this dude was so bold with such a badass and an unstable one at that. You know, especially even in front of uh, Snooky Pants there. <laughs> you know, like it just, for some reason, that just really didn't click with me. Like, I really didn't like that. I actually liked the way the actor portrayed him. Like, he was super dickheaded. And I thought, you know, well, you know, if you're going to mouth off to this little bastard, you, you better, you know, talk a good game. So I thought, you know, to fit that, he did that well. But man, it bugged the shit out of me that I'm like, we have this ticking time bomb of a fucking dark side user. And he's just like, meh, meh. But then, you know, he can't mind control somebody, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, come on, cut his head off, man. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> so I, I, some of these gripes, though, like, I mean, that actually, when I first, when I was watching the movie, that was pissing me off to no end. I was like, if he doesn't cut that guy's fucking head off, fuck <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I was really pissed off about that because I just... I'm still waiting for this ruthless, unbelievable Sith to come out of the story somewhere in the movies. Because, you know, Vader, even though, you know, he'd be killing babies and shit, when it comes to, like, war battles and in the moment, he's never gone apeshit wild on anybody. You know, Darth Maul kills a fucking Jedi immediately, but then he dies. And I was like, that dude, he looks badass, he moves badass, he fights badass, but he's fucking dead. God damn it. You know, that's the guy I want to see go to war and wipe out a fucking battalion by himself. 
So that's what I was kind of hoping to get out of this new villain. And, you know, he's getting mouthed off to, and he's throwing little temper tantrums. But I'm still hoping that, you know, it's going to lead to something totally insane, which doesn't fit the Star Wars mold. But if they're going to change something up, I think, you know, especially to bring Luke out of hiding or whatever, you know, something real horrible is going to have to go down for him to unleash whatever the fuck he's doing. So I'm like, who knows? Maybe Kylo just starts walking down hallways and fucking cutting people in half. (laughs) You know, that's that's just but that's one of those personal disappointments, not versus what I'm seeing. But I was still really still kind of hoping for more badassness out of this guy. I mean, you can't give the guy a saber like that and not let him do a lot more damage. Because like I said, even Darth Maul, who was pretty short-lived, you know, he fucked some shit up and he killed fucking Qui-Gon, which was a pretty big fucking deal in the story. So, um, yeah, when I left the movie theater, I thought it was actually the worst of the seven, strength-wise. What? Not. I'm not saying good movie-wise, I'm saying strength of story-wise, because in the first three and the prequels, you get a ton of information, you get references, you get history, and you get resolutions, and you get a lead into the next story. With this one, you get a bunch of characters, you get kind of a single-minded plot, uh, you get a lot of you know vintage goodness, but you get a shit ton of blanks. You know, you don't know who a lot of these people are, where they come from, what the fuck the point is, and that's what I didn't like versus the old ones. But revisiting it in my head and going through this discussion, um, de- I, I definitely don't feel it's the worst out of the seven anymore. It's, you know, it's behind the first three, but after that it's a big jumble. But, um, yeah, it's it, at least it's back ahead of episode one, so I'll give it that. <laughs> <laughs> that's really interesting. That's a good way to put it. I hadn't thought about it like that all right roger you're next all right so i thought the movie was good on the whole i probably won't go see it again and that's just me um to me it felt like the movie was more or less like passing the mantle on to a new line of characters and chewy leia all passing off like you have a new r2d2 now you you have basically a new luke and leia so, yeah, it it was decent. It was a, a good movie. I definitely left there with a lot of questions about what I just watched, as opposed to watching other movies where you kind of know what's going on or you're answered to it. I thought Kylo Ren was like the hugest pussy ever. The only part of <laughs> Vader that actually reminded me of him was when he's having his little piss tantrums and piss in his pants about things. <laughs> Like it's it's funny because he looks at that mask. He's like, "Oh, grandfather, I you know I'll finish what you started, but you can't fuck you can't mind control someone. So you like rip apart a room, or you know you let this little redheaded twerp fucking talk shit to you, and you don't fuck him up. Like, come on, man. Yeah. And like your grandfather, like yeah, some he, guy talks hey, shit. Yeah, he must have missed the part that his grandfather killed his master. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what exactly is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, and then again, that's what I was gonna say. Is he doesn't know. He doesn't. All he knows is stories of his grandfather. He doesn't know anything of his grandfather specifically. Yeah, I, I yeah can't but wait, Vader I, I has a pretty see, significant background. Yeah, I can't wait to see. I guess it turns out that, that he threw the emperor down a fucking shaft and killed him to, you know, to save Luke's life. <laughs> 
you know? Like, how well, and I think that's, that that's probably one of the first stories Luke told about, you know, to try to, to try to make him see, to try to make him be more human to his grandson. What Luke would tell him, you know, he saved the galaxy. Well, but remember, though, like, even uh, in, in the original movies, they referred to Darth Vader as a separate entity, basically, than Anakin. Anakin, yeah, they he say, was two different you know, people. Darth Vader betrayed your father. Yeah. So, yeah, he, you know, Luke could true. still be telling the story that, you know, Anakin came back and saved him or something. Approaching it from that angle. Yeah. I see that. All right, sorry, Roger, I didn't mean to interrupt. So, yeah, well, that's... I did mean to interrupt, but <laughs> <laughs> to side My biggest it. problem with that movie is Kylo Ren. I, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't like him as a character. I think... There was a lot of hype that he was supposed to be this big badass, and he really isn't. Maybe he's going to develop more in the other movies. I don't know. The whole – was it Plasma? Phasma? Phasma. <laughs> yeah, her character. Like, again, why would you give such an, an awesome Stormtrooper outfit and then waste her for two or three lines and then throw her down a trash dump? Like, yeah, but Darth Maul. It fits. The, yeah, I guess so. Normal. But even Darth Maul did more than what she did, right? Yeah, very true. But he could have done so much more. <laughs> well, I know. If he hadn't got chopped in half, then he would have done so much more. But, I, you know, I, I, what a waste of a character. Well, and again, like I say, the the thought is that she'll be back for the next movie. But, yeah, so it was definitely a Boba Fett moment. That's for sure. But on a whole, yeah, it was a decent movie. I was a little worried that I might start collecting Star Wars again after watching it. But, no, I mean, I'm, I'm good. I probably won't start collecting again so yeah that's my that's my two cents on it all right dave so so original statements if i remember correctly is you will collect these three movies but you're out after this no <laughs> because we are our toy podcast you could do your your view and then talk about the next movies and that kind of thing but first off okay. first off what how said are is... you how are you feeling actively, about the toys? I'm okay with them. And now that I've got the, the, the smaller Black Series figures, I'm actually very happy with those. I hate that they're Walmart exclusives, but the figures are great. Yeah. Can you get those for me, by the way? I can't find them yep. here. <laughs> I didn't get them for me. Like, like I literally had people call me and say, I found them at Walmart today. I'm like, get them for me! Um... <laughs> So they are they are great. I like the, the five points of articulation figures are fine, and in the end, like they'll just mostly be relegated to the secondary characters anyway, who you know don't need a lot of. They just stand on a shelf and collect dust anyway, for God's sake. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, my 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 thing is that I, I will do the next three the 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 Skywalker saga movies seven eight nine. I will actively collect it. I've never said that I wouldn't not buy more Star Wars toys after that, but it won't be. Like it is now. Um, okay. after, after episode nine, I'm done to a certain degree. And honestly, to 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 bury the lead of my review of of, of Force Awakens, I'm kind of done now. I walked out of the theater, and I enjoyed the film, but it was a film. It wasn't like a a you know it, it wasn't. Star Wars has been such a huge thing in my life. 
and such a, uh, uh, you know, and I'm not one of those guys that puts down Jedi Knight as religion or whatever, but it, it was huge to me. It was, it was something more, more than just movies to me. It was, it was my childhood. It was a, a thing that was just, just, you know, and even, even going through the prequels. And this was a movie like the Avengers, you know, and, and, and the Avengers is a good analogy because I love the first Avengers. And I, I think it's madness that you, you would denigrate the first Avengers <laughs> as being somehow inferior to force awakens. Um, but, uh, like I, it's a movie and I'm looking forward to the next one, but it's a movie. And, um, I, I, one thing I've noticed, um, on Facebook and with my friends, with people I know, um, and I, I mentioned this before, I think we started recording or officially recording is I have a theory, which I'm calling the bounty hunter theory of this movie, which is that this movie was made for people who remember playing with their Boba Fett action figure. And maybe they had the robot and maybe they had the yellow guy, Bob or something, but they, 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 they play with their Boba Fett action figure and they love this movie. People kind of like us, maybe not necessarily you guys, but, but you're more in that category of like, you know, you have the titaniums of the Mist Hunter and uh, Houndstooth and Punishing One, which are, you know, Bosk and IG, you know, Bosk and uh, Zuckuses and Dengar spaceships. The, the hardcore guys seem to have a lot more issues with this movie. And I don't think it was actually made for us. I think it was made for a, a larger widescreen audience. That remembers loving Star Wars, but wasn't like super obsessive about it. They they remember playing with their action figures, but they don't have necessarily have a basement full of them now. They're not sitting there with the the visual dictionary on their lap, you know. <laughs> um, but 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 they love people like that love this movie. I know people that aren't even into Star Wars who are like that was a really good movie. I'm like okay. Whereas you know people I know that are really into Star Wars are like. You know, I didn't like it. It was too much like episode four. And, and and I'm sort of in this weird middle ground where I like the film a lot. I love the new characters, including Kylo Ren. Um, I, I, to me, the irony is the stuff that I loved was the new stuff. And the stuff that I was kind of eh about was all the nostalgia button pushing stuff. And yeah. I think that this was a calculation on Disney's part, having spent $4 billion to to get this this thing up off the ground by pushing that nostalgia by getting those people that remember playing with their Boba Fett action figure in the theater and and getting them to fall in love with this thing and now that we've kind of embraced this new film I am really looking forward to like in a way that I wasn't before like I was really if if you listen to our podcast there was almost this fatalistic sense of just get me to December and then I can die um Whereas now I'm really looking forward to episode eight in a, in a way that I wasn't before because I like these characters and I feel that episode eight will be their movie as opposed to, I can't remember if it was Roger or Vern or Mike. I, I can't remember who said um, that they felt like uh, this one was kind of the handoff of the torch. Um, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's absolutely right. I think this one was the, the handing of the torch and the next one will be their movie. And I like these characters, which is something you couldn't say about the prequels. And I'm really excited to see where they go next and how they develop the story. And I hope that they stretch out their legs and do something other than, you know, I was okay with having one stupid planet killing super weapon in the new trilogy because that's in Star Wars' DNA. But we've got it out of our system now. So now you got to come up with something new. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes next. But, you know, as I mentioned, as we were talking about the film, there were just certain things in the script that were so sloppy 
that they they pulled me out of. I was okay with the recycled elements, but Luke's lightsaber, Anakin's lightsaber, R2-D2 being in a space coma, just sloppy, insulting writing that just, I, I, I really just sort of, I give it a B, maybe a B plus for the practical effects. But, uh, you know, the, the characters would have given it an A, uh, but it just, I, I'm excited to see where it goes next. I think I'm more excited to see where it goes next than I am excited about this particular film. And they're just, I have been as happy as a pig in slop that Star Wars sort of strong-armed its way into the Christmas season and took over and, like, shoved Santa on his butt. And there's Star Wars everywhere. I I could not be happier. This is this has been like my revenge for like about twelve years of having Christmas shoved in my face. It's like now you will now you will be annoyed by the stuff that I like. You will have the stuff I like shoved in your face twenty four seven. How's it feel? How's it feel? Um, I mean, I'm gonna go see Rogue One. Um, again, I'm not excited about Rogue One. Um, I'm, I'm not excited about the spinoff films. I'll go see them, but again, they're like they're like movies, you know. They're they're not an experience, another thing I have to do because it's part of who I am. That that chapter closed um, with this movie, and I'm really kind of happy about that because it was such a big part of my life that it was almost too big, and it's kind of good, to, you know. Sometimes it's good to close the book and and move on and and find out what the next thing is because you can. You can stay too long in the past, and so, um, so you've been Michael Bade with this movie. No, no, like no, 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 no. Because Michael Bay happened in my life, so now I don't ever have to worry about going to the movies again. <laughs> I well, I don't know how you felt about that first Transformers movie, but I'm but I I cannot believe that the the level of disappointment is nowhere near that. <laughs> okay, okay. But but it but it but it wasn't like it wasn't magical. It, it was just a good movie, and I enjoyed it, and there were flaws that irritated me, but it was a movie. Like, I walked out of that theater going, that was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I, I For complicated reasons, I saw it again when I probably wouldn't have, um, but uh, um, just because friendships are complicated and this person hadn't seen it and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, so it was a kind of a weird experience for me. It was a good experience for me. I liked it. I don't think it was great. Um, but again, I'm, I'm a guy that has all the, you know, I'm the guy that knows all the obscure bounty hunters and their spaceships and blah, blah, blah. And I, I had opinions. I have the visual dictionary and, um, but I, I think they did what they meant. I think they did what they, obviously a billion dollars. They did what they needed to do. They brought star Wars back from the grave. Um, and they've, they've made it a viable franchise. Now, are they going to run it into the ground? Could be, um, (laughs) I mean, I think Gareth Edwards is doing Rogue One, and he's a pretty interesting young director. And I know that, that Lord and Miller are doing the Han Solo movie. And Lord and Miller are two guys. They did the 21 Jump Street movies, and they did the Lego movie. Oh, they are shit. the guys. They are the guys that when you have a terrible idea for a movie, you get Lord <laughs> Miller. Pull it off. Yeah. And they exactly. and they make a good movie. So. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. the Han Solo movie is a terrible idea for a movie. So. <laughs> Okay, so being our Star Wars collector, uh, Rogue One midnight release party. Nope. nope. Are you? You're not there in Ewok nope. headgear doing a review. I was of not there in Ewok headgear. You. Okay, I, I that was a kind of a joke. <laughs> no, I know it was. I just it was had to, I had to. 
put a, a call meta back commentary in. about. <laughs> and and I understand it, and hopefully our listeners do too. That's why I had to put it in there. But well, it got, so... got me on Red Letter Media, which was you know they, they used that little <laughs> clip for hey look a virginal Star Wars fan in his Ewok hat. <laughs> and I felt really bad because I'm a big red letter media I fan love too, them and so I much. And, and I felt bad that you took offense to it. I uh, I I felt honor for you, not offense. Jay, Jay but Jay I know very nice about it, and we're we're gonna yeah. film someday our response to that. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're we're getting really late. We're we're encroaching on people's bedtime. So, uh, of course, running way longer than we ever thought it would. But I thought it was an amazing discussion. It was. It I was still really have like cool. thirty questions too. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I, I still have lots of questions. We could do part two on this. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but I appreciate your guys' time. I appreciate your honesty. It's great to hear people. I mean, the the insane thing to think about is that we're all about the same age. We all kind of grew up with the same kind of experience, um, whether it might be Canada or maybe two or three years older than one another or that kind of thing. But in, in the overall sense of things, we are in a very tight demographic and, and I really loved hearing, you know, everybody's different opinion. Uh, we're all toy collectors. I love to hear that, you know, some of us may not own any of these toys and I and I think that's cool. I don't think I would have that restraint. I I tend to own a toy from almost anything I find interesting. Um but but it was really cool. Uh anybody have anything in passing or or anything in passing? Anything <laughs> uh in conclusion? Aside from 30 more questions that might keep this going for, for two or three more hours, anybody have any brief statements that they would like to make? I think on a all right, whole, we all agree that this movie was good. End of story. I, I would say that. Anybody disagree that we all thought this was a good movie and people should go see it, whether they're a teenage girl or 50-year-old mom? Do you think it's a movie everybody should go see? Yeah, I mean, my daughter, she's 15, and she loved it. And I think the reason she loved it is because it was centered around a female character. I think it had a lot to do with how much she liked the movie. And, you know, she's grown up in a household with me, so she, you know, for for being a 15-year-old girl, she probably knows more about Star Wars than anybody she knows, you know. So she knew the characters and the old characters, but I think she really connected with Rey and liked her character a lot. Because all she talked about was Rey after the movie was over. Well, I was going to say, with your daughter, I might see her more like that Walmart commercial or... Ouch. Have you seen that one? But, yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, somebody said anybody in my family looked like a touching. Walmart commercial. We'd be fighting. No. <laughs> it's hard it was a Toys R Us commercial, actually. Oh, was it Toys R Us? It, it, daughter? It's a, yeah, it's a dad trying to impress Star Wars upon his daughter for years and years, and it's a time lapse, and then finally she's 
she's a teenager and she's role playing in the aisle and it brings a tear to its eye. But anyway, so, all right. So we all think it's a good movie. Maybe not for your grandma, but perhaps (laughs) your 15 year old daughter that's grown up with star star Wars obsessed fan in her life. Yeah, pretty much. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, and we will see you sooner rather than later, or later rather than sooner. Peace. Peace. Peace.